We all float down here, Georgie. Hey, everybody. My Pennywise is not very good. Welcome to episode number 54 of the Atlas Podcast. Today's topic, we've been talking about doing this one for a long time. We're going to do the best Stephen King book adaptations for the screen. That's right. Anything that was a Stephen King book, novel, whatever, short story that's been turned into a viewable piece of art. We're going to talk about our top five favorite. We got our Stephen King expert buddy, Timmy the Drunk, back with us. Huge Stephen King fan. Brought him in for this one for his insight. We're going to talk Tim Curry versus Bill Skarsgård. The Immaculate Casting of Shawshank. The Overlook Hotel Origin. My personal preference for reality versus fantasy when it comes to Stephen King. Our favorite stalker. And yes, all the other forgotten glory from Castle Rock. Go to our website, theatlistpodcast.com. Links on there to all of our social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Let us know what you think. Interact with us. We welcome it. We're also on Patreon. Patreon.com slash theatlistpodcast. If you need more... You can get up to two bonus episodes a month. You can get t-shirts. You can get koozies. You can get stickers. You can get early access. Hell, if you pay us enough money, producer Dustin will break, do your breakups for you via video text. Haven't had to do it yet, which is a good thing, I guess. You also got other bonus content, Fathead News, Mark's Lame Joke of the Week. It's all worth it for a very, very minute fee. Helps sustain our show. Helps us keep rolling. Helps us improve the show overall. So, it's within your means. Please take a look at it. Patreon.com slash The Atlas Podcast. Hope you guys dig the episode. Tell all your friends about it. This is The It List. Let me tell you about a group of guys The warm and salty like McDonald's fries they like the drinks and they like their food The cars, movies, and the music too They're gonna try to shove it into a list So have a seat and we'll see what sticks You're on the it list, you're on the it list You're on the it list, come inside You're on the it list, you're on the it list You're on the it list, wanna ride you're on the end list, you're on the end list, you're on the end list, come inside. Oh, my there goodness. There it is. There it is. Right where daddy oh. wants it. <laughs> right where daddy wants it. Right what? Right, exactly. Do anything exciting this week, Mike? No, I didn't. Nothing? I didn't do anything exciting. Didn't do a fucking thing. I'm going to be surprised really some week didn't. when you come in here and you ask him, and Mike's like, yeah, man, you know, we went to a swingers <laughs> retreat right. this weekend, and, you know. I never realized well, how you, deep beer bottles could go. <laughs> well, you know, I'm part of the uh, Dayton Swim Club, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> what that fucking, dude, speaking of that, I have to bring I'm not going to name his name. Maybe I should name his name. Oh, boy. Remember the, uh, the, the guy that did a lot of... Uh, 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 work on the house on two twelve. Well, no, two fifteen. The one I lived in. Yes, that's two twelve. That's two twelve. Yeah, you lived I, in two fifteen. I lived at two fifteen. Yes. Yeah, two twelve. Uh, the the main contractor that you had doing a lot mm-hmm. of work in there. Yeah. Um, 
Do you think I should say his name? No. <laughs> okay, I won't say his name. Because he uh, listens. Yeah, he listens. <laughs> I remember being in there, and he was working on the house, you know, because I was living in there in that in that upstairs room while they were still doing all that renovation in there and shit in there. And, uh, he's in there. He started, yeah, right? He started talking about... <laughs> Going to some swingers fucking bar. I don't think it was the Dayton Swim Club, but it was somewhere. And, okay. And I was like, oh, God, you fucking went to... And this is like a big, you know, bear-type man who's probably in his... <laughs> push, pushing 50 years old at the time, 40s. And, uh... And, he was only 35. Had a rough life. And then, and, then, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, oh, God, you went you went to one of those places? He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. And at first it sounded like he was, like, not impressed with it. And then he started talking more and more about it, and I, it became very clear as I was speaking to him that he enjoyed himself while he was there. Nice. And he was talking about like watching. They had like places with like windows, watching, looking into rooms where people were doing stuff in there. And he was talking about beer bottle penetrations and shit. Oh wait, a it's, like, it's crazy. Remember- when I first started going there, yeah. <laughs> totally against sucking dick. <laughs> I'll, I'll the tides have turned. Never even thought about what a penis tastes like. And then I went there and I'm like, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> oh my. So, I was Joel, thoroughly how, creeped out. How was your first blowjob? Yeah, my, my, oh, my, my, that thing was so sour. <laughs> it was just such a bitter aftertaste. <laughs> oh, man. If you only knew, Mark. So, <laughs> the things I'm not allowed to talk uh, about on so, here. So, you, you, know. uh, you took a trip there, didn't you, Joel? Uh, you know, just, you know, it was college. Um, no. <laughs> No, no. I, didn't, I, didn't I, meant, I, meant, I meant like last week. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Divulging info. <laughs> uh, oh, it was college. It was a really confusing time. <laughs> yes, I did. I did take a trip. It was. Uh, it was a very good trip, and it's going to coincide nicely with uh, the episode that we're going on uh, uh, today. But uh, oh, no, yeah? went. Uh, Went for six days. Uh, just went out west to no nights. No nights. No, just six days. <laughs> came back every day. Yeah, came, <laughs> came back every night. Did uh, did six national parks in six days. Uh, wow! From Utah into Colorado, flew into Denver. Uh, went to what was it? Arches National Park, Capitol Reef, mm-hmm. Canyonlands, Mesa Verde, Black Canyon, the Gunnison, and Rocky Mountain National Park. Hey, gone. Did uh, twenty one miles of hiking. And drove 1,600 miles Damn. over those days, going to all of them. Talk about um, swamp ass. Oh, no, it was. It was. It was nice, though. I was, I was surprised. We saw some amazing fucking shit, man. It was, it was. That Black Canyon of the Gunnison, I was telling Kyle earlier, is like one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen. Like, it it's pretty sweet. It's like the Grand Canyon, but, I mean, like straight down, like a 2,000-foot cliff in the ground. That's I'm like, how is this place not more popular than it is? Amanda's doing the whole hiking thing. For those of you who listen to the the New Year's episode, she's trying to do 500 miles this year of hiking. That's her song, man. (laughs) When I wake up, Uh, uh, but uh, she's at uh, she's at like. She's got a month to the halfway point, and she's already over two sixty. So she's well over oh, halfway there. She's, and she's, there. she's oh, busting well. ass. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like yeah. your weight. Yeah, no, it just keeps going up, man. I'm much higher than I need to be right now. Five hundred or bust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. we have to move the studio downstairs. Yeah, right. <laughs> you won't be able to get up the stairs anymore. <laughs> I was literally thinking about that. I was watching a, a Karate Kid Part Two in the hotel on the trip, oh. and he was building uh, Daniel's son's like room on the back of the house when. Yeah. He doesn't 
want to move and I'm going, I wonder if I could build one of those and just make the studio like off of the fucking deck out back. Yeah. Just have a room that was just like a rec room with our studio in it and have an actual AC system pumping in that isn't a fucking window unit that we, you know, Well, but didn't didn't we talk about plumbing in? Up here, yeah, we, we talked. To, it's still a possibility. I was actually I was uh, on the uh, on the on the phone with uh, Timmy's brother, <laughs> getting some. Uh, he's right? going to help me out. So, uh, yeah, he'd be the one to talk to. Much more valuable than he is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Only with certain things. Only with certain wow. things. <laughs> no, his brother Nene is very uh, very handy. I mean, like what master electrician? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a maintenance he's, man yeah. for I'm commercial say commercial for, electrician by trade. Yeah, yeah but nice. can fucking do anything. Like, dude can build anything. Fix anything, and I, I asked him, like, you ever worked with with uh, mini splits? He goes, well, I, I service them, but I've never installed one. But it's I put regular systems in all the time. What, what do you need? And I'm like, well, I'm thinking about doing this. Yeah, yeah I'll help you. Yeah, I'll help you. It'll be fine. What about doing this? And I'm like, uh, all right, like, just, oh, just yeah. hand me a blank. Uh, see, that's yeah. the other good thing. He's always he's the guy he's that can never say no. Yeah, he, can't he can say never no, say no. I'm capitalizing on that too. But <laughs> yeah. but no, I did see some cool shit other than just the uh, the 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 national parks that I was walking in. Uh, Get to Denver. We flew into Denver. Go to the rental car place. Long fucking line. Like for the fucking wait for the the beast on fucking Memorial Day. Oh wow! And uh, I'm just like, God damn it! Like sitting there, and a man is outside. And I look like three people in front of me, and the guy walks to the counter. Next, please. Walks to the counter. Motherfucker with no arms, renting a car. I'm going. Hmm. How do you sign? This ought to be interesting. He had somebody with him. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm going. I figured okay, he used his feet. Yeah. So, but he's he's doing all the talking, and I'm going like, okay, like, well, that obviously that person's his driver. That's kind of strange. Two people behind him was a guy with a hook for a hand. So I was in good company. <laughs> so did you and, call him Lefty? Uh, yeah, Lefty. <laughs> and uh, a man is outside waiting for me. You know, as, as I'm getting the the rental car, and the fucking guy with no arms gets in the car in the driver's seat and drives away. Fucking dude with no arms. They let him rent a car and he drove off the lot. With his knees? I don't know. He had I'll never been. know the answer. That's why. I'll never know the answer. Like, how did this, how did this and guy do this? there you were without a video. I know, There's some I know. sort of adapter and, and, or no, something. And this, this wasn't like arms gone at the elbow. This was like at the fucking shoulders gone. Wow. Like, Oh, that's a talented no genius. Shit. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. It's like a truck. <laughs> it's like an elephant truck. It's like, he, just, he, he just can't go to Charlie's because he's always having to pull those rolls out of his ass. <laughs> oh, he's touching it with his dick. Yeah, yeah. So, but, no, but um, we went. I had a fucking like. Uh, I've had this. I don't know if I talked about this on episode. I had to get uh, a filling in my tooth. Oh, and I've been having talk about your Prince Albert. No, no, my Prince Albert. (laughs) I've been having like sinus. Apparently, they X-rayed it because like my the root of my molar not X-rated, X-rayed. Okay. And um, the tooth, the the root of my molar goes into my sinus. Okay. okay, I was talking about that when I got when I got COVID. That's <laughs> not normal. Uh, they say it's it's not that irregular, okay. but it happens to some people and doesn't. Okay. But because that that filling was so deep that the nerve up there is is now being affected by sinus shit. And I, I didn't even know until this happened that I have sinuses in your like cheek, not just the ones up here that get stuffed. You have oh, like, oh yeah, it's yeah. it's between yeah, yeah under ma- my eyes they're called the ma- maxillary sinuses. And uh, what you just. I just had a back spasm. Sorry. Oh, I thought you just shit your pants. <laughs> oh, sorry. God, over oh, the window. That fucking right. zing me too, oh, man. man. But um, but so so what happened when I got when I got COVID was I didn't have any real symptoms from COVID other than losing taste, 
And then I'm going to stretch it out. Never had taste. Yeah, right. And um, (laughs) so uh, I, but then after the COVID had happened, uh, I love the Pearl Street pen. Want me to get you one of those hemorrhoid donuts? Um, (laughs) Not for my back. Not for your back. (laughs) And uh, so apparently, what what the the nurse practitioner told me, I started getting this like awful toothache right after, like a week after I got COVID. So I was over COVID. And um, the, the nurse practitioner told me, like over a video conference, that that from my body fighting the COVID off, I didn't have symptoms. It allowed like a, uh, a sinus infection to happen and it like inflamed the nerve of that tooth. Mm. So I was in fucking agony, man. For like in December, they gave me antibiotics and fucking prednisone and I got over it, but they're saying that it's still sensitive because it was so deep into the root. So every time I have shit with my sinuses over the past three months, my fucking teeth have started getting, it's just in the back left on the top. Mm-hmm. Well, Timmy the drunk can punch you in the side of the face. It's true, true. That would it. probably right. help. Yeah, but um, <laughs> you have allergies. Let yes. have, yeah, I have bad allergies. Oh, but um, okay. but I went. I we flew out there, and they were saying, and I get out to Colorado, and the fucking altitude starts fucking with my sinuses. Oh yeah. And dude, we we hiked the first day, and then on the two hikes on the first day, and on the one coming down on the second one. I was like, fuck, my tooth's starting to fucking hurt. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then it just got worse and worse and worse. And, like, to the point where I'm like, if I would have fucking did a castaway, if I could have. It was so bad. So I call our good friend John Wallace, who the team doctor is my my family doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, she is. But I'm like, can you get a hold of her? Like, you have her number because, you know, you she works at the stadium with you. He goes, yeah, let me check. So he called Tyler Steele, and he's connected to her through the network. And he's like, dude, she's out of town at, like, a wedding. And I'm like, dude, I'm ready to fucking tear my fucking jaw off. It's that bad. And uh, anybody got a chainsaw? Yeah, I know exactly, exactly. That's where I was at. And of course, Amanda's just like, oh god, he's because I was a fucking diva. I'm oh. like, fucking, fucking, you know, you know, this is fucking awful, you know, shit. And so I got a hold of my dental hygienist, who I'm friends with on Facebook, and said, can you get a hold of the dentist and have a prescription for that shit sent to Cortez, Colorado, to this Walgreens? And she goes, hold on, let me check. We might have to wait till tomorrow. I'm like, no, you don't fucking understand. Like, tomorrow is not an option. Like, I'm going to fucking die if you don't, you know, if, if I don't get this shit now. And um, I'm popping ibuprofen and it's not working and shit. And um, so I look at the Walgreens and I go, uh, okay, it says it's open till 10 o'clock. Call in this prescription. You know, she goes, okay, I got a hold of her. Um, she's calling it in right now. What's your date of birth and all that shit? And she calls it in. So then I, I, I say, okay, I wonder how long it's going to be. So I call in like 20 minutes. The fucking store was open, but the pharmacy was closed on Sunday. What kind of fucking Walgreens? Yeah, so the Mm. store's open until 10 to do this, but no, no pharmacy. Mm. So I had to wait till the next day, and it it wasn't as bad the next day, but I ended up getting the prescription, and everything was fine. I'm still kind of... It's still kind of flaring. Antibiotic or pain reliever? Both. It was, yeah, the prednisone kills the pain, and then the antibiotic's supposed to kill the inflammation or whatever kill from the it. bugs yeah kill the bugs but um but they're like but she told me that the dentist is like you're you're gonna have to have a root canal on it and i'm like fucking i just pull well, the yeah. fuck pull it i don't give a fuck like you know just get rid of it but but that was that was the only kind of shitty thing about the trip mm-hmm. but ever i mean we went to so many we went to arches uh capitol reef canyon lands mesa verde where they have the all the like the the native american like cliff dwellings with that mm-hmm. they'd built like fucking oh, yeah. thousand like, years ago in the side yeah yeah then Black Canyon to the Gunnison, and then Rocky Mountain National Park on the way back, and uh, uh, went in there. And did you remember? Do you ever hear about the fires that happen out there? 
Oh, yeah. Recently? Re- last year. Yeah. It was fucking unbelievable. I'll throw that shit up on our social media. We drove into one side of the of the park. It was like 30,000 acres it took out. Like, the it was unbelievable, man. Like, it was just like fucking like a wasteland of burnt wow. fucking forest wow. driving in there. But um, saw a bunch of moose. Saw some uh, meese. Saw some elks. Meese. meese. Is it meese? I don't think so. Saw, 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 saw <laughs> some elks. Saw some, saw some rams uh, up, on, up on the hillside and uh, and ate some good Mexican food. Like and Warner or yeah. Marshall Falk? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Dominican Sue for one year. Now, uh, but yeah, it was a good time. We had fun. Had a blast. And I uh, got to stay uh, uh, at a, at a, something that's going to relate to the, the episode tonight, which mm. I'm really excited about. I wonder if anyone's yeah. found out yet. I don't know if they know like yet. I, did, I, didn't, I deliberately yeah. didn't post anything. Right. Because right. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to post anything until this airs, Whoa. which is hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. Real hard for me because I'm like fucking, you know, your screen time has gone down 7% this week. I'm like, sweet. Oh, and then it's yeah. up like 39% the next week. 12 hours and 50 is up. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> do you ever look at your numbers and judge yourself? Oh, yeah. I do it all the time, too. It's it gets like, really bad. I bet you because I'm one of those hypocritical assholes that's yeah. just like, oh, they're fucking kids on their goddamn phones, and I'm the one that's like, fucking, oh, guess what? Here's a post from our podcast. Like, <laughs> when I notice <laughs> sure. it, I make a conscious effort the yeah. next day or the day after yeah. to not be on my phone. To not do yeah. it. It's yeah. like, God, it's unbelievable. But, but yeah, it was a good time. Had fun. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else exciting happened. Um, I don't, I'm no not sure. Spots. No, uh... Uh, we hit. Uh, trail mix? Oh, I did. I did. I did. There was a lot of trail mix. I'm not kidding. There was, and it was nice. in the car, not even on the trail, which is ironic. Uh, um, but uh, I've made my first venture into Boulder ever in my life. Are you leaving already? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, fuck it. This is boring. You're boring. You're boring. You're boring. You're boring. Tired of listening about your travel. Tired of listening about your travel. Oh my god, man! Like it was. It it it's, it's a different fucking world. Have you been to Boulder? I have not. I haven't been there, been there, drove through it. Yeah. But I haven't been there, been there. Oh, I, my God. I, I haven't got unvisited. Yeah, it was It was just, it's a different fucking world out there. Timmy would have loved it. Timmy loves the, uh, just the, the whole. The eclectic. Yeah, the eclectic, the just the strange people dressed yeah. very oddly walking oh. through there. Yeah, just on a different level. Yeah, Timmy. So that would Timmy be the only that. reason I'd go to Boulder <laughs> yeah. is to yeah. go to a Colorado Buffalo I was waiting jam. for you to say yeah. it. Yeah, but we, uh, yeah, I went there and, uh, and ate. Oh, there we oh, go. Yeah. That was a good that. one. And, um, yeah, because we had time, because uh, we stayed, you know, we checked out the hotel, but our flight wasn't until the evening coming back. So Boulder was on the way back. It's like, I've never been there. Let's go check this out. And, yeah, no, no. We, you know, I mean, we'll be back. Big yeah. cinnamon bun place there. Nah, wasn't nah. that where Mark and Mindy was supposed to be out of? It was Boulder, Colorado. Was it? I believe so. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. but it was, uh, it Child was definitely, but the, their main drag in Boulder, Colorado is Pearl Street. And there you uh, go. Yeah, I went, went down That's there, ate, ate lunch in Pearl Street. And so how many stickers of the Itless yeah, podcast? Yeah, I know, I know. Around? I didn't slap any up. I took a whole bunch out there and I didn't put, I'm, the majority of the time I was in national parks and I'm not going to be the dickhead. You're that, not going to deface me. Yeah. <laughs> stick it right here on this rock. <laughs> Trash cans, rock. <laughs> 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 Do all that shit too. But, but yeah, no, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to post pictures up there from, from the trip. So, uh, so everybody can see him as far as where I was at. It was pretty. Went to like Delicate Arch, which was the one that's like the fucking renowned Delicate. I know and, it's and knocked it over. Yeah, yeah, knocked it over. And, uh, it's and, made of glass. Yeah. <laughs> Crystals. Yeah. And uh, it's the one that's like on Utah's fucking license plates. Like right. it's the big one, okay. you know. And, and 
did that and uh, and <clears throat> went to a waterfall at Rocky Mountain and and you know did all that shit. Hiked pretty good. It was pretty. We had a good time. Had a John blast. Denver? Did you sing? Uh, I did sing. <laughs> I, I was singing some John Denver. Not but enough. now that you bring that up, I will say that I, I I'm officially throwing my hat in the ring of disagreeing with Mark on XM Radio because it uh-huh. is just as bad as regular. I FM. said that. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about that. We we listened because that. we couldn't we couldn't use like Spotify and shit because we were in so many areas no with reception. no reception. Right. So we were listening to Sirius. I swear to God, I heard Finger Eleven's Paralyzer like 12 oh. fucking times in three days on this fucking station. And it was song. just like, what the fuck? It's the same shit. It was like, corn, then Disturbed, then fucking Paralyzer, then corn again. And it was just like non-fucking stop on this Well, Olympian. they have more than one I know, channel. we did. We did oh, that yeah. too, yeah. We were, we were listening. To, we, we, I listened to a little bit of country. Hell yeah. And it was, it was yeah. Good. I judged Kyle and I said it to Amanda. She defended you, you. Um, because you. she has equally bad taste. He didn't get my Garth Brooks <laughs> reference. In the I didn't even get it when he said night. that in Boulder. I was, yeah. I was, I, I kept singing the Highway Man, you know, the uh, place called right. Boulder, all the wild Colorado shit. Would you shut the fuck up? He's doing that too, but yeah, so it was a lot of fun though. But any awesome uh, any uh, uh, sunrise thunder going on? Uh, I had a couple of monumental farts. Amanda <laughs> actually, she was she's going to be humiliated. I told this had oh, to no. take had to take a shit. In five of the six national parks wow. at, at, the beginning, at the beginning. So, yeah. so what were we talking about? The one where the uh, colonies were etched in the sky? Yeah, yeah, that was Did one she of go into one yep. of the no, no, no. One, <laughs> one of the ancient dwellings and shitters and took, dropped one? That's been here for like a thousand years. That ain't me. I didn't do that. And, um, no, but we were Why at that, that match still smoldering. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> we were at that same park. And we're, we're driving up, and it's, you're driving up. You know, you have to drive like 15 miles into these parks to get to these trailheads. And I would walk. To yeah, the right, 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 right. Yeah, run, run. And we yeah, pass this. Backwards. They have all those like composting, you know, bathrooms up there that are like right off the road. <laughs> and so we stopped at one. She's like, "Stop, stop here, stop here." I'm like, up on a mountainside, and it's six in the morning. So uh-huh. there's like no one in the park. We get <laughs> Lots there. Of she goes. She goes into this bathroom, and I'm sitting there right after the door locks. This fucking Cisco semi truck comes oh, around no. the corner and like pulls in and like hits the brakes hard. And this like little Hispanic dude <laughs> jumps out and he's in a hurry. And you see him walk and then he looks at me and he sees the car sitting there and he puts it together and he, and he oh. points. And I'm just like, and he's like, <laughs> so he hung out by the truck for like maybe five minutes while Amanda's in there. And then he just jumped in his truck and took oh, off like he couldn't wait any longer. Oh, wow. like, poor guy had to take a dump. Yeah, uh, I felt he bad probably for didn't him. shit himself. He's like, yeah, fuck I know. It. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you find the closest tree at that point. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'll never understand that. People shit their pants because they can't find a bathroom. I'd crap on a sidewalk. They've never been to Seattle, obviously. Yeah, I know. (laughs) National Park is a federal offense. No way. No way. No way. You just dig a hole and cover it up. Or just... Let it go. Or just, let it roll yeah. down the or just you know, <laughs> let it up go. next to the building and, uh, you know, splatter it down the wall. Please like don't that. do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Somebody will just clean it up. Yeah. Just when Kyle's working. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the It List, your favorite comedy podcast, available mm. on multiple mm. platforms. Yes. Uh, we have our good friend Timmy the Drunk sitting in on this one. Mm. Hello. He doesn't like that nickname, but we don't like to give people nicknames that they like. So uh, he's oh, here, fine. but. Yeah, you can't. You can't. 
can't come yes. up with your own. Yeah, I know. Right. You can't come up with your own. Well, no, some of like us fun. can. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> I it's just not the same. You came up with it. Yeah, that's right. He he does he does tout it though. Yes, that's true. I do. I do. I'm having t-shirts. I'm having MTC t-shirts. Sure you are. Maybe just like do a prototype before you get a bigger run of that. So I've, already, I've already got a thousand made. So I've got that I've many. I'm in my basement already. There's a thousand. Yeah. There's ten different I, colors. I, I've had that much. These are gonna so. sell like fucking hotcakes. Yeah, fucking right. sign on exactly. each one. Yeah. You should get with Timmy. Timmy's a a, a, a talented uh, shirt yeah. maker. He made yeah. the shirt he's wearing right now. I was oh, just about to ask you. Yeah, that you, one you too. Do you know what that's from? The, the, the anybody, Monster Squad. Anybody at all? Oh, oh, nice. oh shit! Sorry, I shouldn't have done. They went in. Is it the Monster Squad? Talk about me. Good call, Kyle. Talk about me. <laughs> just don't say yeah that's right that's right we're gonna censor mark for the rest of the time uh go to our website the podcast.com links on there to all of our social media we're starting to see more interaction and i'm 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 liking it a lot yes so uh instagram twitter facebook all that good shit interact with us like us on there let us know what you think which i brings me to my point that i had to bring up today i got a message from our good friend, Mr. Wes Matthews, Patreon subscriber of ours, good longtime friend of mine, had a, a sent me a text message today after our most recent airing. That looks like a dick pic. It's, it is a dick pic. <laughs> okay. And I'm, go- I'm going to read this verbatim from the text. Okay. You, you'll, you'll appreciate this. There's a caption to the dick pic? Yes, there <laughs> it's is. It's written, written on the dick. <laughs> it's written oh, on his dick. Wow. And that's how big his dick is. He can fit this on here. <laughs> I was, quote unquote, I was just listening to your last podcast. Tell Mark he's full of shit. <laughs> With the whiskey in the jar song. <laughs> Metallica is just metallicing the Thin Lizzy version and making it cheesier. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I will share well, that on the air tonight, Wes. Wes is right. a passionate musician. Music well, Joel, fan. well, thanks, Wes. Yes. <laughs> you should put that. Actually, you should go to our Facebook. He's and put not that on in. social media. Uh, yeah, no, okay. he's just he's a, he's a he's a, a listener. Who's, well, we appreciate. Yes, you. yes, we Thanks appreciate. For Joel, what yes. is Patreon? Patreon. dot com slash the list podcast. <laughs> if, like we say every single week, twice, and it'll be in the intro as well. <laughs> um, if the weekly episodes that we do that were released every Sunday are not enough for you and you want more, and when we talk about more, yes, more, more. When you're talking about Mark. And the in just you know like 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 Mark equated it to you know you have your marriage and your happy life and then you have your mistress for fun where dirty stuff happens like that. I don't have a mistress because it's hard enough to get a wife. <laughs> and uh, I already got enough problems with one woman. I don't need another one in my life. Um, but if you if, if you want stuff to get you know nastier, steamier, more violent, quicker too, quicker too. It's not as long and drawn out. Steamy Ray yeah, Vaughn. Steamy Ray Vaughn. Exactly. <laughs> Go to Patreon.com. You can get up to two bonus episodes a month. It's a, 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 a minute fee. Yeah, I mean, what you would spend on fucking McDonald's. You, you got know? that much change in yeah, your car. Yeah, you got that much change in it's your car. It's around. It helps support our show, helps sustain it. You get And you get, I mean, it's completely worth it. Up to two bonus episodes. Oh, yeah. You got early access to shows, so you get them before everybody else. Kyle, I mean, got rid of Spectrum TV because he was 10 seconds late on the fucking Reds updates, and it bothered him. You'll be a whole day ahead with your early access. Right. Stickers, merchandise, T-shirts. We're working on some new ones. Timmy, the drunk, 
is uh, uh, like I said, <laughs> Timmy the designer, his, Timmy, his, Timmy the drunk designer, <laughs> the wine of the <laughs> month is uh, is got. I'll, I'll throw a picture on there of uh, of some of the designs that he's coming up with too. We're uh, oh, we're yeah. working on a working on an online store, but right. if you want exclusive podcast merchandise or exclusive Patreon merchandise, go to patreon.com slash the list podcast. There's three tier levels. You can get up to, like I said, two bonus episodes a month. Then you get all kinds of bonus content perks. Mark's lame joke of the week, which the last ones we recorded, we about pissed our pants while we were doing it <laughs> with producer Dustin. And, uh, and you got Fathead News, the news that's important. You got, uh, uh, if, you, if you're in the top tier level and you need to break up with somebody or you need some kind of video message, <laughs> the one and only producer Dustin yeah. will hook you up with that. It's all part of it. It's Kyle it's Shower Cam. Kyle yep. Shower Cam, yep. which right. up and is running. the imaginary thing that is still not up and running. Um, it's hard to find a waterproof GoPro. Right. Um, Timmy's like, no, it's not. I have seven. No, I was trying to think of what it was that hypothetical question that you asked in Memphis that I was like, you should ask uh, Kyle that question. You know, right. a, lot, a lot of my friends are saying we missed the hypothetical question. Okay. Right. Yeah. Kyle. I'll yeah. a hypothetical let's, question let's before, before, before Mike. Just takes his headset off and walks out right now. Oh, this God. came up in Memphis. So it's going to be an ugly one. How much money would you have to have to stand face to face and hold a man's penis in your hand <laughs> until it becomes erect and then you can let it go? You don't. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you've so, asked that one before. <laughs> Why no, did you, we you continue don't, you, this? You don't, <laughs> <laughs> See, now he regrets it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to sexually please him. You just right. have to look him in the eyes, holding it until it becomes firm. Well, it's probably going to take a while. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. It depends who the guy is. Yeah, would you give him true. a squeeze? Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, what, it, it, that's another hypothetical yeah, question. Do you give him a squeeze to make it go faster? Yeah, I mean, yeah, do you, you give it a tug? It. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, location probably matters. <laughs> so, location, like, so, Triangle Park is probably not going to take very long. Right, right. He's probably already wrecked when you get there. That would be quick. Yeah, there you go. How much money? How much money do you think? Gosh, I don't know. $1.25. Can you really put a price on that? Do you have uh, two tickets to the Reds game today? (laughs) (laughs) We better be better than upper level, okay? Trade me this guy in fantasy. Yeah, trade me this guy in fantasy. You got fantasies, so do I. Let's work a deal here. Probably, you know... A lot, a, a lot. decent amount of a money. A decent amount of money. Yeah. Come on, let's talk. What are, we, what are we thinking here? Like how many thousands? Would you do that for a thousand dollars? Cash? No, it's got to be more than that. Ten Two grand. Th- ten oh. grand. I'd think. You think about it. Yeah. You think about it for ten grand. Yeah. It's not like you're doing it. You know, it's not like you're putting right. it in your mouth I mean, or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're talking about it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, well, but yeah. yeah, but it could be awkward. I mean, if you're just looking him in the eyes while this, oh, is don't happening. make it weird, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. That's part no, of I it, though. Die. Maybe twenty. Twenty dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 20 sold. Twenty thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I have no bones about my sexuality. I'd, I'd do that for like a thousand bucks. Would you? Well, yeah, probably. I'd buy, I could buy a tailor what, with well, it. Well, well, let me, let me ask you something. What if it was Dan Harris? <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus! I'd just do that for the pleasure. <laughs> for the for the privilege. Yeah. So for the free. Privilege. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pay him to do yeah, that. I'd, I'd probably need both hands too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better join. Patreon, Danny. Fuck. <laughs> now yeah. he uh, he messaged me the other day to uh, let me know about. Uh, apparently, there's a, a liquor store in 
uh, your neck of the woods that yeah, uh, yeah that, he did me too yeah that had that carries a lot of uh, buffalo, buffalo trace, trace. Oh, yes. nice. and was uh, was letting me know about you don't that have to go so, all the way to Kentucky yeah I know I know I've been getting blown up on fucking on on text message about people wanting to come hang out at the show wanting us to go to their house and record one and wow. have a, a wow. cookout and shit like that yeah. and everything to do it so you still got a pony up on some of the promises you made though. I, I still right. got one to do we still yeah. we haven't had anyone on other she will be on the show we'll get her on the show the, right. our first female patron we're, we're, subscriber we're waiting right. for covid yeah we're waiting it's almost done so this yeah. june here in the next month or two we'll 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 be we'll we got a arranging that t-shirt to give away too right yes we right. do yes. yes we do good job kyle <laughs> yeah yes. we were just talking about that today yeah, we were broadcasting yeah, yeah, craig uh, <laughs> yeah, daniel craig daniel craig daniel craig really this bat- really? fucking james bond yes no shit i would have just given him one for not even being funny just right that name what about fat russell crowe yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if I have a big enough size, oh. but um, um, no, I do. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll just give it one of mine. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give it mine that doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> it's so funny how you caught yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I do. Yeah. I, do. Yeah. I don't know. He's pretty big yeah, in that last one. He's awesome. Yeah, Wait, but no, uh, that was a good movie. Though. Daniel Craig uh, won our our contest for uh, best uh, Apple Podcast review. Yes. Uh, we missed this the last couple of episodes, yes, but we we're not going to tell you what it is because we want you to go to our Apple Podcast page, take a look at it, drop us a drop us a review. Five stars always better. Five. But I believe it's yeah, Dan, Daniel Craig, but it's under like what Craig, Craig DM, DM DM or something yeah. is what the actual screen name is. Yeah. It's making fun of me. Yeah, it's, it, it is. It's it's making video. fun of Beer League okay. Kyle. So uh, so go check it out. Leave us a review <laughs> while you're there, and uh, Craig, you'll be getting your shirt, Daniel. Did he want more uh, hypothetical questions than you? Yeah, did? yeah, he does. Oh, well, I don't good. know if I'll be a big fan of that last one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm sure he will. Go to our yes. Facebook and yes, yes. Uh, give us a yeah, hypothetical think, question. Think of hypothetical yeah, questions. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Yeah, think of hypothetical Interactive. questions. We're all about that. Right. Up there and we'll throw it on there. We're, we're all about it. Yes, we're, uh, we're getting a lot of requests as well for uh, topic ideas okay. that are that are coming flying through. We're going to have to figure some of these out because some of them are going to be borderline whether or not mm. Mikey's going to want to do it or not. Um, <laughs> Come on, Mike. I have a reputation. When do you get to drunk first? How dare you? Yeah, we get him drunk and get him to agree to them all. <laughs> right, right, and, um, right. So, um, but yeah, go to, our, go to our social media pages let us all know. Today's topic, we're, we brought in Timmy the Drunk on this one. We've been thinking about this one for a while. Timmy has always been a... a Die Hard? Would you say a Die Hard? Yeah, I'm a, a Stephen a King. A Die Hard nope. Stephen King fan, oh, um, which <laughs> coincides with the trip that I was taking. I had the privilege of staying at the Stanley Hotel oh, in so, Estes Park, Colorado. So cool. Uh, the 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 inspiration for one of our nominees <laughs> tonight. Ah. I'm not going to say. Uh, always wanted to stay there, but yeah, the Stanley Hotel, amazing hotel. If you're a Stephen King fan, you already know what I'm talking about. But we'll get there. We're going to do the top five Stephen King. Book adaptations. Um, we were doing film, but there's some mini series, so we're not going to get into all that particulars. Just the best adaptation of a Stephen King novel that was put on the screen. Uh, so yeah, we brought Timmy in. He's a big fan. Want his insight on this? Super. And fan. we just like hanging around with him. Super he fan. brings us beer, court. and he gives us yeah. and he gives us kisses, and he has cool shirts from the Monster Squad. Yes, I thought I love it was Hulk Hogan there. For a <laughs> I know. Yeah, it does, the yeah, color. It's it's the color. Let me tell you yeah. something, brother. Yeah, brother. The red and the yellow Nothing pumps me up yes, like, yes. A, <laughs> like a well lit room <laughs> yeah, with a novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, <laughs> brother. No, I will say he's he's wearing the Stephen King rules shirt. For anybody who's seen the Monster Squad, I know this is going to be on video a little bit. Some of the clips, but. 
the uh, the the Stephen King rules shirt uh, from Monster Squad. Uh, Timmy's wearing it right now. We I was at the Stanley this past weekend, and there was an entire bachelorette party there wow. of like young nerdy girls and they were all wearing versions of this shirt. that cracks me up yeah walking around some of them That's had like funny. you know black shirts with pink it's the same script you know the same text across the whole thing the same way and they were just running around the fucking hotel like taking pictures of shit trying to see ghosts and it's supposedly yeah. one of the most haunted hotels you know haunted places on in the no, country they say i i had no i had no uh i had no experience as far yeah, as well and if you haven't seen the monster squad i highly recommend yeah, i know it. Oh my god what a great fucking movie yeah it would have been yeah borderline that yeah maybe after but yeah it's, it's a cold it's, it's a cold a classic young, now yeah, yeah it's I, cold classic now i yeah i don't know why i can't place it it's it's funny you say we were just talking about it he, timmy uh Turned me on to a documentary called. You ever heard the the phrase "Wolfman"? Wolfman's got nards. No, it's it's a it's a phrase from the eighties, <laughs> and it was it was a scene. In this movie, the, the way this movie was released, there are people, and I've noticed this my my whole life, and I saw it in the documentary, which made me go like, that is totally accurate. There were people that you met growing up, and you would talk about the Monster Squad, and they were like, "That's like my fucking favorite movie when I was a kid," and then you talk to a whole nother side. That had no fucking idea what you're talking about. And it doesn't matter where you doesn't matter where you grow up. It's across the board. It was like the way it was released, and it was it was an odd type movie, but it was pretty much they took the universal mar the universal monsters. You know the 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 Wolfman, Dracula, um, what was it? Creature. The creature from the Black Lagoon, the Mummy, mm -hmm. and they fused it. It was an '80s movie, '85, six, yeah, '87 right ish, there. right on there, and it was. These monsters come to this town, and these kids are really into the, the rules of, you know, you got to kill, you know, uh, uh, the werewolf's got to be killed with a silver bullet, shit like that. And they, these kids have to save this town because these monsters are getting ready to take over this town. And it was like vulgar, you know, like, you know, kid shit in the 80s. But so many people loved this movie, but so many people hadn't seen it. And, like, then it finally caught, like, a, a cult following and they re-released it later, so more people, it's much easier to get now. But I can remember watching it in the 80s as a kid and loving the movie. And then so many people I talked to as I was growing up were like, I've never fucking heard of that in my life. So I was one of the lucky ones. But the kid wears that shirt in that, so it's be kind you know, yeah, like of the leader, the leader of yeah, their little the little monster of, of the club. monster club, <laughs> okay. like Frankenstein's in it, and in you know Dracula and shit. And um, but it's a really good movie. I'll I'll, I'll let you borrow it if you bring it back. So, um, <laughs> I will. but yeah, <laughs> don't uh, get too drunk and not remember the yes, ending. Of that's it. right, not remember the ending. You went back and watched it. Though. I did. I did. We, have we talked about that since yeah, you went we back? And, about since you work. went back and watched it? Yeah, yeah. No, on the show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We did. We did? Yeah, okay, yeah. since he went back and watched it. So yeah, sure still did. pretty disappointed to know Margaret Robbie. <laughs> you know, it happens, you <laughs> know. That's uh you know, some well, of us are shallow, some of us enjoy her, her acting skills I and her beautiful watch, smile. I can just watch Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, yeah, it's very true. Yes, yes. <laughs> Leo. All right, top five Stephen King adaptations. We're each gonna do two, because we got Timmy here as a guest, so ten total nominees. Narrow it down to five. And like I said, any book that became a, we'll put to say on the screen because mm. yeah. So as far as it goes with that, because there's some mini series and stuff like that. Going to my left per usual, Mark the Cop. What is your first nominee? It's probably one of my favorite movies ever. Probably about seventy five percent of the world's favorite movie. Too. I think so. Yeah. 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 Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman. One of, my one of my favorite quotes is, "Remember, Red. Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. 
No good thing ever dies. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption. The Shawshank Redemption. Is that from the postcard? Yes. From the postcard. Yes. With the yes. From the postcard. Yes. Yes. The postcard. Yes. You remember the place, right? Yeah. Say Watanao. That's right. <laughs> great VO work there. I love. It. Is it? Is it just me, or is the the like? That's a great quote in what was written in there. But the Morgan Freeman quotes in that oh, fucking movie. Epic. Mm-hmm. I love the one about epic. the about the birds not being some birds just. Some birds can't Some be birds caged because yeah. be their colors are too, you know, colors too vibrant. It's funny. Yeah. Jeff Kramer sent me that the other day because when I told him I was retiring, he says, you're just like Andy Dufresne, man. You're finally out. <laughs> you crawled through a river <laughs> of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're finally free. Now, what is the, um, yeah, there it is, the first yeah. quote, who crawled through yeah. a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> what I, I mean, fantastic movie. I mean, oh, yeah. it, isn't it rated on IMDb as like the Numero, favorite movie? Yes, it's number, number one. one. Number one. It's number yeah. one. And then I think the two Godfathers follow it. on. The okay. What is the, what was it, Stephen King specialist, what was it, it was originally called, who was the, who was the first girl on the wall? Rita Hayworth. Rita, Rita Hayworth, Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption is yes. what this story was called, correct? Yeah. Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. And the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. What, what, like, was that in a book that was a book of short stories? I think it, I think it was. Yeah. A sh- yes, I'm not was, sure which one, but yeah. If, if, if you're right. okay, see, I'm sure it's yeah. It's in there novella, on the first line. Click novella, on that. Yeah. yeah, novella. Novella. It was in different seasons. Okay. No shit. I didn't even know that. There's several of them that are on this list that were in different seasons yeah, as right. well. Yeah. Great movie. I mean, if anyone oh, yeah. who has who hasn't seen. The Shawshank Redemption. What Give them a do, quick rundown, Mark, of what the Shawshank. What are you doing with your life? Turn on TNT what, what, once a weekend. Right. 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 So it lost best best, best picture. picture to what film? It was something I remember being offended by. English patient. Or Forrest, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Ninety four. Oh no! Wow. Which, yeah. Oh yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, that's a stacked right category. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I want to know. Year. I want to know who the okay. Who were the nominees? All of them. In that year, for uh, best picture. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me pull that up. Yeah, because that's four awards. There we go. Four weddings and a funeral. Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, yeah. wow. And Quiz, Quiz Show. Quiz Show's wow. a great movie. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. And Shawshank That is a stacked fucking year, man. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Look but at best director. Woody Allen, Quentin Tarantino, Robert Redford. I don't even know who and the fuck that Zemeckis guy. Zemeckis won. Yeah, yeah. Zemeckis won. Christoph Kislowski. I don't believe Tar- has Tarantino. I don't think Tarantino's ever won a best a best director. I think you're right. I think, I think they they talk right. about him like he gets shafted all the time. Jules Winfield. Yep. Yep. Perfection. <laughs> yep. But the um, yeah. I mean that fucking movie. Quick synopsis: well, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank's about Andy Dufresne is uh, put in prison for allegedly killing his wife, and uh, he kept. Stating the whole time that he was innocent, and then while he's in there, he gets talking to another young, younger prisoner, he's talking about this guy that ended up picking his wife up or something like that and killing her, mm-hmm. and then got then blamed it on the hotshot. He was an attorney, hotshot banker. Yeah, banker. banker. That's yeah, a hotshot yeah. banker. That's what it was, and that's when. Uh, and he's the one they pinned it on. Yeah, yeah. and then that tasty piece he was with. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that tasty bitch he was. Yeah, yeah. no, but the uh, so. But while because he's such an educated guy, he becomes right. valuable to the warden because he's 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 yeah. what fucking embezzling money. Every yeah. warden's corrupt. Yeah, yeah the warden's, warden's corrupt. corrupt. He's selling labor and and all them things. And he was telling him how to how to basically wash his money out. And he created these accounts, so you know he earned himself his own 
you know, easy cell. job. Yeah, got his own cell, his own in cell that that yeah. in cell palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which played nicely into. You want to talk about a movie when the first time you watch it? Too spoiler alert: if you haven't fucking seen it, this is your own goddamn problem. Yeah, you're, right. I said, what you're wasting time listening to the show and not AMC, watching the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. turn off the episode and watch it. Now. But yeah. t- uh, talk about a movie where I had absolutely no fucking idea where it was going. When that happened, because yeah. the, the, the way that they played it, did you ever read the short story of it? You no. hadn't read it, um, but the I don't know if the book. I'm assuming it went the same way, but they were essentially tricking you into where it's gotten worse. He's been thrown into the hole, right? The For kid like who two months, or right? Right. Like that. No hope. No hope. The the kid who was his pretty much his hope who had the evidence of this guy that claimed to do this. The warden blocked it because he was going to lose him and he was too valuable. Right. Has the kid killed? And then, uh, yeah, yeah, he had the kid yeah, shot outside yeah, he shot the shot gate. Shot outside yeah. the, outside the gate. Outside and and um, the Byron Hadley, great fucking actor, too, yeah, by the way, he played him. And uh, so you're thinking he, he asks, I forget the, I forget the guy. Um, <laughs> length of rope. Yeah. The, six foot length of rope. The guy yeah. I love, the, one of the buddies that yeah. he becomes friends with. The you like, know? kind of. Yeah. Old man's crazier than a boom, fucking rat in a tin shit house. That guy. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, uh, you so you think he's going to kill himself in mm-hmm. uh in you know uh red and it's all told through the story of you know red's eyes yes. Morgan, Mar- Freeman, Morgan Freeman Morgan who, Freeman who, who, I, who, I, who I read in the in the book was actually an Irish white guy yep oh really yes so they they were like that's going to be in they they put that joke in the movie why do they call you red he's like maybe it's because I'm Irish or something <laughs> like that he's like you know clearly he's not Irish but like um so they. The, it's showing it from his point of view, and he's going like, and the, he can't sleep. He's like, I didn't sleep a wink that night, you know, thinking. And then they do the roll call, and he doesn't come out of his cell. So you're going, oh, fuck, he fucking killed himself. And then they, right. and I'll never forget that going, like, being so suspended by, like, because they, they show that, the, well, they show the, <laughs> The guards like Dufresne, if you're you better be sick or dead in there, or I'm gonna fuck you up or whatever. Mm-hmm. They walk and he walks in and they show his point of view, not his point of view, but him looking in, and he just goes, "Oh Jesus!" and and then it cuts, and you're like, "What the what the fuck is going on?" Like you, you know, it's like siren. yeah, the sirens and shit going, and you're like, "What the hell?" And then you find out he's not in there, and you're like, "Not no, in there at all." Not a fucking clue of how the hell he pulled this off. Until, and that was one of the greatest scenes ever when he when he fucking yeah. is throwing those pieces at everyone. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, maybe she knows something. He had the the poster of Raquel Welch on the wall. Right. He throws it at it, and the fucking ro- or the the chess piece goes through the fucking poster. And it, it was like, and it, <laughs> they deserve an Oscar for sound editing just for that because if you listen really close, you can hear it like yeah. skipping through, yeah, like falling down yeah. the tunnel. And yeah. it was like, holy shit! So for twenty nineteen years, he was in. He'd been tunneling with that fucking rock hammer, rock hammer, yeah, to get through there and fucking got out and was all set up to completely screw the warden over and he created fake identities. Yeah, yeah, and he had them all. Oh yeah, and he had them all. <laughs> Cleaned yeah. him out, setting it up for himself. But just, it was just yeah. so fucking well written, like ever the way that he'd done it and how they they do the playbacks where yeah, putting the all the rocks yes. out of his uh, yeah yeah dropping the rocks pants. out of his pants and but like even when they show him. They, they replay the things because they show the night as it's happening. And he's like, I got three deposits or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, put that in there. But then they go back and reshoot it and everything that he's doing in between. And they, they right. talk about the boots. Shine, shine yeah, my shoes. Right. Well, how often do you look at a man's shoes? Mm-hmm. He shined the fucking warden shoes and they took them. You know, it's like, <laughs> so can, and just everything that he did. It was fucking brilliant. I love that movie. There was so much good shit about like life. 
oh, and just yeah. the way to look at things in it and well, you know, like, friendship. Well, like the story of Brooks. Mm-hmm, right. Bro- Brooks was a big dude. You know, not, I mean, not big, but he right. was, I guess, of influence with inside the prison. A respected guy. Respected the, guy, yeah. An educated man on the inside. Yeah, yes. yeah. So then he gets out, and he's in the halfway house, and he's trying to sack groceries, and he just isn't working. Right. Because when he went in, there wasn't any automobiles. Yeah, I, mean, so said, shut, I saw a car once when I was young. Yeah. 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 The world now got everywhere. itself in a big hurry. Big, yeah. Yeah. hurry. Yep. yeah, but that and that's what I that's one of my favorite parts of the movie is after Brooks has killed himself. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Um <laughs> that <laughs> Brooks was here. They're all they're all <laughs> sitting on the they're sitting in the yard talking. And Morgan Freeman says that shit about these walls are funny. Right. And he's like, first you hate them, then you get used to them, then enough time goes by, you get to where you depend on them. Mm-hmm. And that's what's being institutionalized is. Yeah. And it's completely true. You can imagine oh, yeah. how like, accurate I it think is. The time is a big theme. Right. Oh, most big time. Movies, but since it's over such a long span, and I love the right. device of the posters in Andy's. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it right. starts with Rita Hayworth, and then it, yep. it goes to somebody else, and then to Rock yep. Welsh. Then Rock yeah. Welsh. Lovely Rock Yeah. Fuzzy Bridges. Hey there, Fuzzy Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so well casted. Oh, yeah. I mean, who, like, you, who could you think the uh, fucking Byron Hadley was awesome? But even the guys that were. The Warden was a great cast. The Warden was mm-hmm. awesome. And then, mm-hmm. but yeah, even yeah. like the. All of all of the buddies in the in the group, mm-hmm. like all those guys they were awesome. Well together, you know, yeah. like you know, I do, Red, I do believe you're talking out of your ass right now. <laughs> like just how well all in the yeah that that you, Alexandra Dumas dumbass. dumbass. Like you know, this just, one here says dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah you're like it's about a prison break. Can we file that under educational too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just well, yeah, because that's one thing Andy did was worked on getting all the books in yep. there for the prison. Yep. So he was petitioning yeah. all these libraries for their old books so they right. got something to read. But and yeah, just wrote them like a prison. Time is time. a week or yeah. something yeah. for so long. Yeah, and, and, finally they they and they yeah. always had the narration that went with it that that talked about the symbolism of it, where he's like, you know, prison time is slow time, and you need projects to keep yourself from going crazy. Well, then the library was built, and then the new guy came in, and it was like he wants to help this kid get his high school equivalency because mm-hmm. he could have a chance right. in the future. That became his new library, you know, and yeah. just. People like that. It was just a brilliant, brilliantly fucking oh, written movie. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. Was that my phone that was beeping? Oh yeah. Oh, it's one of our Patreon subscribers. Hell yeah. Yeah, Andrew Munz, uh, number one uh, MTC uh, fan. Yes. Yes. Thank one, you, yes. He loves it. <laughs> Send me a picture of uh, his koozie, Itless Podcast koozie, drinking nice. beer right nice. now. All right, he'll well, appreciate that on this there. Is but not penis. Yes, it's true. <laughs> I could see that. He's a CrossFitter. Um, and uh, he, he sent me the statistics of his CrossFit rating you in the world. You said CrossFitter, and I heard yeah. CrossDresser. Yeah, so. CrossDresser. <laughs> Sorry, really just for momentarily, I'm like, cross, cross, no. How'd you, you know he was CrossFitter? Because uh, he talks about it. He's the one Because <laughs> he told you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, I, I made a comment about him and how him and producer Dustin should have a CrossFit off. Oh. And he sent, oh, yeah. he sent me his, like, like national rankings of where oh he fits my. in the crossfitting. Oh, oh, He's wow. hard fucking core. Damn. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I think he'll, he'll smoke well, hey, Dustin. We appreciate him <laughs> yes, even more. Absolutely, even more. Smoke though. Dustin like a sausage. <laughs> 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 any other any other closing thoughts on the Shawshank? What's your favorite? What's your favorite scene, Mark? Do you have one? The, the um, it's a hard one to narrow down. There, it is so tough. But actually, when when he comes out of the tunnel. Or the the shit pipe, and the reaper standing there the in cover. the rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's uh, a good one. I just sit there. Well, I just like the way the cinematic view because they they like they like spiral him. You know, yeah, the, from, from right. yeah it's kind of like a, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and the rain it's like a phoenix down. type thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, I loved uh, 
Or and then the next one was uh, when Red was in the same apartment where Brooks was. Brooks was here, and he so was, was so was Red. Yeah, but he left. Get busy living or yeah. get busy dying. Yeah, you damn it. right, and right. he leaves. But like, and he's going through the same shit, you know. And he's talking just like Brooks was too, you know. But I think my favorite scene in it is when Red goes to the rock wall. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you'll find a, and he tells him that before he leaves and you think he's going to kill himself. And that's what just leads, it's a total mind fuck, the whole thing, because he's going, go to this, you know, you'll find a, uh, you'll find a rock that has no earthly business being in a main hayfield. Right. A black volcanic class. There's something under it. Get it. I want you to have it. And he's like, and you're going like, what the fuck? What the fuck could it possibly be? Like, what did he, did he really kill his wife? Like, what, what is going on? You know? And then it's like. But he knew he was fucking getting out, and he when he stashed something under there, yeah. it was fucking money and shit. But the whole time, he's sitting there, and he like he finds the rock, and he's like, and you see him looking around, yeah, he's like, looking around like, like yeah. that's like the best part. Like what the hell's going? And he fucking clutches it, and it's a letter he put there after he escaped with a fucking stack of cash in yeah. it. You remember the name of the town? I could use a good hand mm-hmm. getting my hotel going and all that shit. Yeah. And, it was just a brilliant fucking those, movie. Those yeah, two were perfect. Together. Oh, I know. Yeah, he kind of sits back and, he, and then he says the town. Yeah, say what to Yeah, say what to Yep, yep. I like that scene when they're doing the work detail on the roof. Yeah, and he like coerces the guy oh, Hadley. Yeah. yeah, to get them all beer, and then he's, there's no he's, reason he's, you like, can't keep that thirty five thousand. Is he yeah. going to get thrown off? Yeah. yeah, and he doesn't even want the beer at the end. Yeah, he's just like no, I quit drinking. You guys all have it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> suds for my coworkers. Yeah, yeah, that was great. What about you? You got a favorite one, Timmy? In that movie? Oh, I hated that movie. No. <laughs> oh, that was a great movie. Every time I watch it, I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it was a great movie. It's the whole movie. Yep. All right, Shawshank Redemption is on the list. Mike, you're first. The Shining. The oh. Shining. Yes, 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 go. yes. Interesting uh, interesting story behind all of, uh, all of The Shining, what we're talking about, as far as the, as far as the transition to the film. Which well, Timmy was talking about, what were you telling me earlier about uh, Stephen King's uh, vibe on this? Oh, yeah. He absolutely hated this movie. Is that right? I remember reading that. Directed it, by who, Mike? Stanley Kubrick. The one and only Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, but it doesn't follow the book as well. I know that there there's a lot, there's some significant things that were changed <laughs> mm-hmm. as is, far as it went. Is Timmy the only one that's read the book? I believe table? so. I haven't read it. I have not. I it's been a so long in your, time. Uh, Quick, for people who never seen The Shining, synopsis. Yeah, so Jack Nicholson's character brings his family to become a winter caretaker in this hotel that shuts down um, <laughs> for the winter. <laughs> the, the, Overlook, the Overlook yeah. Hotel. The, the Overlook Hotel, yes. And um, he loses his mind is that the best way of saying it he well yeah, he, he hasn't he has intentions of writing correct he's like yeah, he's, he's a writer gonna, yeah. yeah he's gonna write while he's there it's a common theme in a lot of stephen king <laughs> yes he, he relates he relates it to himself like quite a bit yeah. in that um yeah. and the the son has these special powers where he can see things that have happened in in the hotel in the past is that the way it's I, I believe so and, and is it he can future communication and too. he can communicate with other what is what is that called that um, telepathy. um clairvoyant kind of telepathy and yeah. clairvoyance the ability to see seeing stuff the future and, yeah. the future yeah and they call that the shining mm-hmm. like which you, you shine you boy. shine boy um mm-hmm. and that's what kind of going back to the movie is there's things that are a little bit lost in the in the translation of the movie that aren't Quite that are described more in the book from what I, I can hear. Believe that because it is kind of hard to describe. It would be because it's yeah. like the ending was th- very different. He has powers, 
like this kid has powers, but like what is he really seeing? When you exactly. watch the movie, like it's just it kind of shows, yeah, the stuff. shit just yeah. kind of moves and like you know all the, the shit like that, and he sees a lot of the ghosts in the hotel. I thought, know. go ahead. I thought they did. So they did a sequel to this uh, that's fairly recent called uh, Doctor Sleep. And I think they did a better job of explaining what The Shining is in that than they did. I in this totally movie. agree because oh, okay. yes, they they yes. kind of leave that mystery there in. And, and I love The Shining; it's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, from I him. love but, the movie. Yeah, I can I can see how Stephen King would be kind of pissed <laughs> because of how they portrayed it. Um, That's got to be weird watching something. Be I can only imagine. Something, yeah, that, something that, that you, you came up with. Don't yeah. have in your do, mind. Do you think that would like be that? weirder if you're the guy who wrote it and someone's turning it into a movie, or if it was a biopic about your life? Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine being like Elton John watching fucking you know Rocket Man? Right. <laughs> just like a bullshit. Yeah. They're just that making happen. shit up. That didn't happen. That didn't and Kyle was a Boy Scout from 1992. Yeah, right. uh, right. exactly. Like I was never a Boy Scout. Yeah, <laughs> but the uh, but yeah, Jack Nicholson essentially loses his mind because of the what the spirits kind of the evil spirits of the hotel. Yeah, kind of take over him. Well. Allegedly, so see, there's a lot there's, of there's some yeah. debate there, though, right? Yes. Because this is another one. You know, we kind of always talk about how we want to know, like, what the intent is of right. like literature or music or movies or whatever. This is another one that's like mm-hmm. at the end, like, what does it mean? Exactly? Right, mm-hmm. right. Which Did, didn't they show some photos when they're going through like historical photos and like yes. Jack Nicholson's characters in it. Yes. Okay. Which which could, yeah. could you, you that that always threw me for a little bit of a loop because it was it was a le- when it's supposedly a spirit of a guy a ghost that would that had haunted the place had taken over yeah his his body, body basically right. yeah. And then he kind of materialized in a picture at the end from an overlook New Year's ball before yeah, yeah. banquet, like yeah, yeah. And, it, and it and it was Jack. This was taking in place picture. in like the eighties, and that picture is like from the twenties, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. the roaring twenties. Like, but the ghost. But then, um, who's but the, it's it, there's two theories, right? Either the this ghost of this other caretaker, Grady, was that his Grady? That's mm-hmm. it. Yep, Grady. Did Grady's spirit come into Jack's? Right body, or did Jack become part of the hotel's history? And like, I always thought, of, I always thought of it as the latter. So did I. That's yeah, the way. That's, that's the way, way I, I like see it. it the other way too. Yeah, but. I think they yeah they kind of left it up to your personal yeah. interpretation. Now, did the book do that? Uh, yes, and it, yeah, just kind of to an extent. I think the main thing that with the movie that Stephen King was pissed off about was the ending. Mm-hmm. Right, he was because not happy it, with the ending. As, as far as I'm concerned, or as far as I know, because I've never read the book, the, the the Overlook burns down at the end of the book. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So in, instead of it, in, he he doesn't. There's no hedge maze. No. There's no yeah, freezing yeah, to death. No. It's yeah. like the, yeah. it burns down and he's in it. Correct. Right. And so, yeah, which which threw a whole curveball into the movie, re, the movie of Doctor Sleep. Yes, they played into that. The, yeah, the exactly. sequel, because in the end they of Doctor Sleep, they returned to the grounds where the Overlook was that was burned down. Oh. But in the movie, they're back in the hotel. I see. So it was it was very ah uh, yeah it was just which I can under, imagine when they changed that. But 
there was so much shit with if you've ever read uh, ever saw the documentary what's room 237 yep yeah. which is all about the making of the shining go to right right <laughs> in the stuff that Scatman's great right Scatman's <laughs> awesome in that he yeah, is awesome awesome in it yeah and uh even even though she's super like animated Shelly Winters was good in it too I mean Shelly Duvall. Duvall or Shelly Duvall sorry right. I don't Duvall, like her Shelly Winters I, no really? she's super animated yeah like, uh, but she was great yeah. in Popeye I think she's terrible <laughs> 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 olive oil don't get fresh I think she's so annoying. Like, yeah. I, I don't oh, know. But does that play into it, though, to his, his not liking her as much? Maybe. Yeah, is it weird if, like, if he sympathizes? It's like a bad dude, but it's like, I don't know. It's like you see things from his point of view. Is that. <laughs> I think that's. I mean, I'm not totally you justified. I think that's a sign of a good eyes. movie. Yeah. I mean, right. and there's other ones that we'll talk about, you know, that we've talked about in the past where you see it from. It's, um, it's speaking of Jack Nicholson. We've brought this up before, and I don't know if we talked about this on an episode or if it was a Facebook thing I posted out. Your interpretation of the end of A Few Good Men with what he's saying on that yeah. stand. Yeah, no, we talked there about that. On episode. That's what I mean. Like, do, 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 do you, you know, you, some people listen to it and go, well, he's got a fucking valid point. And other people go, how can anybody think that? That's the difference in people. Like, right. that's what I think is a sign of a good movie, but they just both happen to have Jack Nicholson in it. Some of the outs. I, I know I'm putting everybody on the spot here, but some of the like most tense, quiet scenes in movies in this, and I think to, of like Tarantino with like the Jew Hunter. Oh, oh my God! Like, yes. That is like painful to watch. Yes, but this is like, like when Danny's riding the big wheel. Yep. The girl oh, yes. is like so yes. terrifyingly tense, mm-hmm. and when Scatman's like talking to him. Yep. In the kitchen, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, I Do think that scene... Without talking, like, oh, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. And there's, like... I don't even know if there's, a, like, a score in the background, but it's just, like, so it quiet. It's kind of weird noises. And I right. know that the way they shot it, they shot it pixelated, so it was like moving close. Yeah, to, uh, to, to like do yeah, the, to have the, the symbolism of the shining thing. But, but no, I mean, uh, uh, and that's what was funny. You say that about him coming around the corner in the big wheel every fucking time I turned uh. a corner in that hotel. <laughs> He's looking going, for a big wheel. I, I even told Amanda, I'm going like, please let there be twin girls in dresses around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> they should do that. I, I told yeah. them, I, I said Screw that. I said that they should just fucking like put two little girls that are twins on the payroll and just have them walk around that hotel. Just even like cardboard cutouts, yeah, like something, yeah, on the elevator doors. Yeah, it was it was crazy, but like for, that would we, be cool. Yeah, we it we would. took the tour. It's our Halloween decorations. Yeah, <laughs> like two two years ago, we were up there. We didn't stay at the Stanley, but we took the tour, the ghost tour, talking so, about it. So real quick, the Stanley is where Stephen King was staying when he when wrote he, when it, he right? well he didn't write it. He got the inspiration to write it. Okay, so he didn't write it because there. the Stanley really had nothing to do with the movie, right? Um, because. This, this exterior shots were in Oregon. Exterior shots were in the, in the, yeah, the at the. It's on near Mount Hood. Yeah, I forget it's what it's on called. Mount the Hood. O- Over- Overlook is Overlook. the name of the of the. I always get it confused. The Overlook the, is the, the name movie. of the one in the book in the movie. Yeah, it's the something lodge or something in, in, in Oregon. I got it. Here. He's he's pulling it up oh, right okay. now. Um, the uh, filming. Timberline. Timberline, Timberline Lodge. Lodge. Yep. Timberline Lodge yep. is near Mount Hood in Oregon. Is yeah. where they shot the exterior. The interior was all on a soundstage in England. So the whole hotel was laid out. Nothing was shot inside the lodge. Nothing was shot at the Stanley. The right. the, the mini series that Stephen King made 
15, 20 years later in the 90s, he shot completely at the Stanley. Okay. But it was it was like a TV one. It was awful. It fucking had the guy from like Wings in it or something. Oh, wow. One of those like, yeah, TV actors. Mm. But um, Tim Daly. Yeah, something. I don't know what his name is. Is that his name? Is yeah, that his a, name? Because yeah, <laughs> he's in a lot of them, right? Because I know yeah. he's, he's in oh, my yeah. picks. But so the Stanley, uh, the story that they told us, we we did the we did the ghost tour like two years ago when and we were how there. How dare you say something bad about wings? How That's dare you? Right? No, no. <laughs> wrong with I, you? I wasn't saying wings bad. I was just <laughs> saying the guy from Wings. But uh, they they Stephen King was traveling through Colorado and he was in. Ironically, the same thing kind of happened to me in the in the winter time. They close this access road that that goes through Rocky Mountain National Park that you go through Estes Park and then you drive through and it gets you to western Colorado. He was traveling and he was planning on going through the park and just continuing on. Well, because it was wintertime, the elevation of Rocky Mountain National Park, it snowed out. They closed it. So it was late and he goes, this hotel is the only fucking thing open. And there was only – it was like the, the bare minimum because they get no tourists at that time of year, there was no one in this hotel, and it's a it's a big fucking hotel. It's not as big as in the movie. Right. There's not there's no huge like dinner hall fucking shit like that, you know. But it's a big hotel, old creepy hotel. And um, he says, "All right, I'll stay here." And there's one person working the counter and one bartender that works the whole fucking hotel. <laughs> and that's okay? it. That's it. There's no one else in this hotel. So he and at the time Stephen King wasn't bad alcoholic. Oh, wow. So so he um he goes down into this room. Writer? Right, yeah, right, right, yeah, writer, right. alcoholic. Goes down into this uh into this bar, which they, they have there, they take you through it on the tour where the bar was. There's a bartender in there. He proceeds to to drink talking really? to this bartender. Yeah. <laughs> and uh <laughs> get gets drunk, goes to bed, has a dream when he's in, in his room, and they still have the thing there. Um the hotel's so old that they have a fire system that is not a traditional sprinkler system. It is a system that you would actually have to hook a hose into. Oh wow! That 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 would roll out, and it was it's just one of the ball valve turn ons oh, to spray okay. stuff. The tap for it is still in this bar, but it used to be connected to a uh, like a fucking diehard hose on a reel. Oh okay. He had a dream that he was in there with his son, and his in this hotel came alive. And the fucking hose started strangling his son and had him like against the wall and he couldn't get it. And that sparked the the whole idea that this hotel is alive. It's got these spirits in it. This creepy hotel. He changes the overlook because it sits on a fucking overlook that looks over it. Beautiful fucking building. Like, I mean, unbelievable. And um, that was where he he, I believe he started writing it there because he stayed there for a little bit, you know, longer being in it. But supposedly ridiculously haunted stayed in room 217 i know that because i was trying to get room 217 when i was there (laughs) i got room 216 without even asking oh wow and uh what did they tell you about the pricing uh they said that it it is now a uh it's a premium room obviously (laughs) but i asked her i went to the thing and i said what what room you got me she's like i'm two i said 217 she goes oh you you know you, you know the room number I'm like I, I know the room number she goes yeah that one's a premium price and it's already booked tonight and she goes but how about 216 and I was like all right, all right. And I'm thinking sweet I'll be right fucking across the hall from it odd numbers like yes numbers. odd numbers are all weird. one side evens all the other so I was on the complete opposite end of the hotel but like um I went in and Amanda's like hyper fucking connected 
allegedly. Okay. She like, I, yeah, she shines. Kind of. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time that I had a dream that I had an affair with somebody that I worked with at the uh, the Dragon Stadium? With Dan? And, and, yeah, with Dan. <laughs> that wasn't a dream. I had, I, had a dream, I had a dream that I had a, I'm not kidding you, I had a sex dream about somebody that I worked with at the stadium, and I woke up and I said, thank God that was a dream, because that... <laughs> Because, like, I'm not that fucking stupid. And I, my phone beeped. And I looked at my phone, and it was a text from Amanda when we were dating saying, have you ever had a relationship with that person? She fucking <laughs> took it out of my brain. Like, she has it. And like, a little freaky. Oh, I know. Wow. It was. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I was like, Twilight Zone shit. But, like, I couldn't even dream about cheating on her. Like, yeah. she know. You dream cheated. Yeah, you dream cheated. Especially since it was, like, a same-sex thing. Yeah, I know. She'd probably be fine with that. Bang her like a screen door. But, uh... So she she feels like well, I know we've had this conversation. But the, the house I rented from Mark on Pearl Street. Oh yeah. He I mean he's he dead uh, dead, yeah, yes. dead set that it was haunted by the, one of the, the previous owner. Oh yeah. And um Absolutely. and there's no question in his mind that it is. Nope. To me, I've never had any experience <laughs> nope. at all with it. Nope. Amanda's like hypersensitive to it. She couldn't even go in that house. Right. She's like I can feel it. Right. So I, she's going like and we realize when we're on this vacation that it is. The annual fucking blood and full moon. Oh yeah! While we, while we're staying there right. at this wow. fucking haunted, she goes, "I'm I'm gonna bring a fucking ghost home. It's gonna <laughs> attach itself to me." Because her mom has always said ghosts don't haunt places; they haunt people. Ooh. And um, and it's yeah, right, rather than do places. And I was like, "Well, they clearly don't haunt me, so they're not gonna they're not gonna follow me around." But uh, so she was all. Thinking, oh, we're gonna have like these super encounters. Kind of like sludge, you're yeah, pouring out there. What Timmy, is that? Timmy made it. Did it's you his, make that? It's Timmy? his coffee what, what homebrew. A while ago, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. It's been sitting, <laughs> my it's been sitting in the garage. It is. <laughs> I've been keynoting, but I fell off. But, but no. So, so we stay there. So I, I, I proceed. I'm like, I'm, I'm walking around, going like, I want to fucking. I want to see something. Like, come on, come on. I'm so, like, sorry, I'm like, like show yourselves, motherfuckers. Like walking through this hotel, and um, and it, there are some similarities in the hallways. I'll I'll put pictures up on social media. I took a bunch of pictures of it. Um, very similar in hallways and certain aspects to it. As far as the carpeting is very old looking, and um, but like the whole common area, nothing's even similar. There's no. Well, I love that. It's Colorado Hall. Is that what it's called? like? The where he's like typing, like yes. the famous scene. Yes. Like where he's like throwing the ball against yep. the wall. Yes, that's it's uh, that's all. That's way bigger than yeah. any anything that the hotel has. But um, that's what gave him the inspiration for it. He he then writes this this done you know in in you know it, it becomes what it becomes. But um, they, but they have they have two other buildings that are off site. Really loud, I know it's awesome. <laughs> they have two other they have two other buildings on site that are one of them is like a, a lodge that is. They said back in the day, only married families could stay in the main hotel. Single people had to stay in this lodge, which was a separate one, which they used as the hotel for Dumb and Dumber. Oh, okay. They, oh, they okay. filmed that there. The, there you go. There, there you, you go. go. That's at the Stanley also. Okay. But it's the lodge, the second one. And then they have an opera house that is like allegedly the most haunted place on the grounds. Wow. That they take you in. They take you down into the fucking like dressing rooms underneath it. And there's yeah. like a, a door that no, they, 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 they open it and they say, if you want people to stay, close the door. And the fucking door closes. But it's a fucking weighted door. And I'm, uh, I'm the asshole going, it's fucking weighted. Like, <laughs> like going like, like, watch this. And, you know, it's enough to where it grabs the carpet when they first open it. And then it... And closes. Ah. All these people are like, oh my god! It's like a flashlight trick. Yeah, right, right. right. The flashlight trick. But Amanda didn't feel shit when she was in there. 
was like like I, I I didn't feel creeped out at all. I walked around looking. Mm-hmm. I slept in the buff, hoping a ghost would try to touch me or something. And right. it didn't happen. Or so. Shit your pants. Yeah, yeah shit my pants. Them all like a Ghostbusters. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Ghostbusters thing. It just looks like a little scared turtle. <laughs> right, right, exactly. But but it's a nice hotel. A little, <laughs> little pricey. No air conditioning. Ooh. But oh, wow. it's when you're in May in Colorado and you crack those windows open in the mountain air. It was fucking beautiful. It was glorious. Oh, spirits. So yeah, but but yeah, right, right. And, and everything few, in Estes Park. Skunks. Yeah, everything in Estes Park closes at like fucking seven thirty at night. Oh, wow. Except one bar. I'm into that. Which but that's another side story. Sorry, I, I know I'm going long, long winded talking about this, but we went across Here's line thirty four yeah, right. of our tramp. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a hold of this guy. Right. I'm gonna get a hold of this Here's guy. Here's us at the opera house. <laughs> <laughs> the, film, the film strip. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that slides upside I always, down. I always, I always loved when somebody came to the to, to class and had one of those. Could fucking you know give you show you show you pictures. The slide wheel. There was what one. Was there was slide. one bar. Kodak slide wheel. One bar across the street that was open till like eleven o'clock at night, and it was called Cousin Pat's. Ironically, producer Doing Dustin has say? an uncle named Pat. <laughs> That we would hang out with, and he like ended up doing time and shit. And um, uh, when he hung out with us, he would say, "Don't call me Uncle Pat because everyone will think I'm old. Call me Cousin Pat." So this fucking bar was called Cousin Pat's. So oh, like we okay. got to go here. But there's no one in this place. This dude's hanging out. You know, we ended up ate in there and had a few drinks and talked to this guy, and he ended up being cool. Was his name Lloyd? The bartender. <laughs> no, no, <it> <laughs> Why wouldn't you just say your name? I know, Sam. I know. You just gotta go by it. But Sam, well, I was talking about staying over there and, you know, ghosts and shit. And he goes, no, we got more fucking ghosts here than that fucking overlook ever thought about having. Takes a phone, of, of, shows me the phone video of his surveillance system. Right. Of a fucking ghost, like, moving through his fucking bar. Oh, wow. Like, and it was one of the most, like, holy shit. Was like, it at 3 a.m.? It was no, it was it was late though. It was late yeah. at night, but three a.m. the witching hour. You're so predictable. Dead time. <laughs> dead time. It's dead time. Yeah. Is that what that means? I that's thought three. I, mean. I thought three to four was the witching hour. That's what I've always heard. Which is that probably well, the same Jesus thing? Well, Jesus died at three p.m. Yeah, it had to, be, it had to do with the Holy Trilogy. Yeah. Right. I thought you were going. Oh, it has to do with Jesus. I thought you were going right. Matchbox Twenty. So. Oh, yeah. three a.m. I must be lonely. Mm-hmm. What, 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 explain that now about the flip. Now I don't understand. Okay, so Jesus died at three p.m. on okay. the cross. The opposite of 3 p.m. is 3 a.m. 3 a.m. And that's when most hauntings or most spirits are most active at 3 a.m. Huh. Mm-hmm. I've never heard it in the religious my side. Old, I've just always old, heard it called the witching my hour. My agency, <laughs> um, my, my former boss, uh-huh. God rest his soul, is still there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sit back <laughs> in my office about 3 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, yeah, you can hear him in his office working. No shit. Oh, yeah. When uh, Kelly Schulte was uh, there, and I told her, I said, you'll see a gray-haired guy in a white shirt every once in a while. So uh, we was in there, and it was, ironically, my about the time of my unit number, and I hear this shriek <laughs> from the road room, and uh, I walked out there. I said, yeah, all right? She's like, some fucking guy just walked up front. I said, uh, yeah, that's... Have you... Okay, now, not, it doesn't even have to be a lightning round. Your thoughts on the supernatural as far as ghosts go have you ever had any encounters or anything that do you believe in them um i mean i i, I don't know we talked about this a couple of weeks ago i i don't really have any evidence of it i guess but i kind of tend to believe some i mean some stories are awfully believable though. absolutely absolutely what about you kyle I've never had any encounters either, but again, like Mike, I think there's something. I think it's kind of like aliens. I don't think it's what we think of it. Uh-huh. Like it's not a like a green 
Yeah, right, right, thing. right, right. But there are there is something. I yeah. just don't know what it is. What about you? Um, yeah, I've never had any personal uh, encounter, but yeah, I, I believe in it. I believe it exists. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've never. I mean, I, the closest thing I had was that fucking weird shadow thing that I had in the in the the basement of the stadium over there, where mm. I was picking up like a, a fucking paint stencil. And I saw like a shadow on the wall next to me, and I thought it was Joe Elking, the fucking maintenance guy, coming up to fuck with me from behind me. And I was like, "Nice try, asshole!" And turn around, there's nobody there. And then I looked back, and like the shadow was gone. And I was just like, "What?" You know. But so I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily believe in it, but I, I. I. To me, I think that the human brain is a very powerful thing, and. A lot of you know, unless you're Mark Tacos. <laughs> no, I mean people. People can do some amazing. The brain can do amazing things, and I think even beyond what people can even comprehend, what they can do. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think there's a lot of that going where people go, "Oh, this is a haunted place," and you can feel it. Well, you're you've heard that it's a haunted place. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I don't know. I've heard people say theories that what if it's it's a dimensional thing where mm-hmm. the people that we see that are ghosts, what if we're ghosts to them? And it's a whole other fucking yeah, world over there. Yeah. It's like, blow your mind, Elon Musk shit. Is the this, simulation. Is this Kubrick's right. best film? Uh, no. Full Metal Jacket. That's what yeah, I would yeah. say. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, but this is definitely his second. Not, eye white, not are, Eyes Wide Shut. What, do you have, <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a favorite scene? In Shining? Yeah. Um, probably the scene where, I mean. Was uh, Clockwork? Us, Clockwork, yeah, is that Kubrick? Yeah, that's Kubrick. Yeah, it, was, it was a strange one, yeah. too. but. Aside, aside from obviously the here's Johnny where he's he's busting through the wall, right. that's the the iconic one. I to me, my favorite scene is when he's walking up the stairs after her. He's like, "I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna fucking bust your fucking brains in or whatever." Right. Nicholson played it so well oh, yeah. and was just so like lost his fucking mind, you know. And it was just I thought that was brilliant. I thought he was great in it. I loved it. Jesus Christ, Jesus. leave me alone, people. How about silent mode yeah, there, buddy? Popular, man. I know. Imagine if that happened to us. Yeah. I'm a very popular person. Oh, my person. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I'd flip out and throw the table over. <laughs> Just <laughs> like when Mark said the F word last episode, I'd flip out. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Total <laughs> I, Joel. I quietly reached over and pressed the edit uh, button. Yeah. yeah, I flipped out. I, I what? elbowed me out. The yeah. fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck? Yeah. Right. Yes, that word. Yeah. <laughs> no, what? 1980, is that when it came out? Yeah. Yep. 80. Yep. Fantastic movie. Loved it. Still love it. Creepy. Just a creep. Creepy. Not, not even like Mark super. The Cop. Yeah, exactly. Super Ooh, yeah. Fun trivia fact I just thought of. Here we go. What other great film was The Shining in? Twister? Yes. Yay. We need a ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, that's As right. He's busting yeah. through the wall. Yes, right. that's right. As oh, the yes. fucking tornado's eating yeah. the screen. Yeah, yep. that's awesome. right. Then that, then that guy well gets like, we're going in. <laughs> that, that guy gets like barely yeah. cutting the forehead yeah. with the, uh, yeah. the wheel or whatever. Rabbit is good. Rabbit is yeah. wise. <laughs> yep. Good pick. Shining's on the list. Kyle, your first nominee. I'm going to go with the 1999 classic. The Green Mile. The Green Mile. Mm. Also a short story of his. Yes. Synopsis of The Green Mile. It is about a uh, death row prison, and they get this guy there that seems to have magical powers to heal creatures, and Tom Hanks' character is getting the... The head of the prison. Yeah, right? head of the prison uh, row, and he's dealing with this thing that he's going to have to kill him with the elect- with the electric chair and he's coping with that the entire time. He's like, how am I going to kill one of God's greatest creations 
or whatever. Right. And he's he's um, obviously there's all kinds of shit with yeah, whether whether or not like he doesn't on. he doesn't there's questions about whether or not he's guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does right. that ever get cleared up? I, can't I think so. In well, the movie, I think it does. Wasn't he? He was he was falsely accused, right? Because of his he, disability he, he was, or whatever. He was, yeah, he was. He's not super intelligent. But John, they, John Coffee, right? Yeah, John not Coffey. like the drink with a Y. Not yeah, like the so drink. Different. But, different. but Gary Sinise, Gary Sinise's character, at some point in the movie, basically tells Tom Hanks that he is guilty. He does, but they they say that. He but it says was, that. But he, Gary Sinise is just kind of like saying that to like. It, I, for some for some reason, as, guilty, as, as right? I remember yeah. the as I remember the movie, wasn't it attributed to another guy that they had killed in there? Wasn't it Sam Rockwell? Didn't they? T- I thought they tied it to him. Uh, maybe there were other people on Death Row in there. Obviously, that they they kill several people, you know, because it's Death Row as the yeah. movie goes on. Right. And Sam Rockwell is one of them that was killed, and I believe that they had like afterwards, because when when spoiler alert when they're when they're putting John Coffey to death, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks knows that he didn't do it, and he's still right. got to do it, which makes it even harder. Yeah. Okay, and that's what I I thought it was kind of shown. I think you're right now. Yeah, that I think, that, that, I, think they, I, I swear it was some... shown that like Sam Rockwell was the one who had done it because they find John Coffey holding doesn't John Coffey grab yeah, Hanks the baby, right? and then yeah. yes, see yeah. like, yes, right. yes, and but he's when they found John Coffey, he was one he was it was whenever it took place in the fifties or forties, right. and he's a black guy and it's in the South, so immediately right. they want they want to you know yeah. pile it on him. He's the one who did it. He's holding two dead girls, or maybe it was just one it dead girl. Because he's got the two long hairs, yes. and there's blood everywhere. And he was trying to right. heal them. Yeah, but they find they find them. He's you know he's uh, clearly did it, and he's okay. just this big softy you know, and and would never hurt a fly. And in his in his healing people through as the movie goes right. along, you're you know, right. yeah. yeah. And he, he saves the mice, the mouse. Yep, Mr. Then, Jingles. Yeah, Mr. Jingles. Then he saves the warden's wife. Yes, yeah. who had brain don't, cancer. Yeah, don't they take him out of the yeah, prison? They, they, yeah, they, yeah. they lock Percy up. He heals. Uh, he sure heals Tom Hanks's urinary infection. Yeah, the bladder infection. Yep. Yeah, grabs him by the junk. Yeah, and then yeah, pulls all of the like the evil into him, and then expels it in like flies. Like right. you yeah, know, it comes out of his mouth. Yeah. yeah. Hanks didn't even have to pay him twenty thousand dollars to touch his junk. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> That's how good of a guy John Coffey was right. with a Y. But um, but yeah, just Michael Clark Duncan was awesome. Yeah, it? he was great. Yeah, did he that? Did he? Did they win any? This did this it, win any awards? It was, it was nominated. nominated for best picture, supporting actors, sound, and screenplay. Okay, I guess it would be. Duncan was probably the supporting yeah, actor. Yep, right. for Duncan, yeah. Wasn't there a prison guard who was like a dickhead in Percy, there? Yep. Yeah. Percy. Yeah, I was saying when they He's get... He's the one that put the sponge on top that of the That was unwet. Head. Didn't wet. Unwet, didn't right, right. Yeah. didn't take any of the electricity. So who, was the, uh, burn, who was the character? Right. The one who who loved... I forget who played him, uh, the the actor. Mm-hmm. It was um, the one who was who was killed, Michael Jeter. Michael Jeter, yeah. Edouard Delacroix. Yeah. Yes. Um, he, yeah, he, he, he laughed Jingles. at him. He laughed at him because... I, f- I forget. He laughed at the prison guard for some reason because he got beat up by another one of the guys or something. He pissed himself. That's what. It That's was. right. He pissed himself. He laughed at him because he pissed himself. And then yeah, he so he didn't wet the sponge on top of his head so that it would it wouldn't transfer the electricity mm-hmm. cleanly. And it fucking like tortured him. Barry Pepper was in it too. Yep. Talk about the all time fucking underrated I actors. Like, yeah, I liked the cast of like the prison guards. They were good. Oh that, yeah, David Morse guy, the dude from Disturbia, was good. Yep. Yep. Um, obviously, he's Barry good Pepper. in everything, man. That good, yeah. that guy's good in everything. He is good in everything. Barry Pepper, obviously. Yeah. yeah Sam Rockwell was good. Yep. And he Wild was Bill. Yep. 
the fucking moon pie yeah. <laughs> on his face. Yeah, you, you got to give him credit for creativity with the moon pie. Uh, Spit yeah. it on his face, but but yeah, I mean, and then they end up having to put you know they put him to death, and and Tom Hanks is the one who has to call for him to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and knowing that he's innocent, but there's no way to to stop oh, it from happening. Right. Yeah. And all of them, I mean, and he he comes up and what shakes his hand at the end, right before he right before he puts him to death. Yeah, you know, and he's in that whole thing, which is a heartbreaking scene, man. Where oh, he's, like, yeah. he's like, sorry, I have to do this. Sorry, I have to do this. But he's but he's saying that don't put that mask on my face, boss. He's I you know I'm dark. afraid of the dark. Yeah. I don't like the dark, and and puts him to death. But in the in the the way the story ends, he transitioned that inability to die to him. So then, as the movie ends, he's a hundred and fucking eight years old, mm-hmm. and like everyone he's ever known and loved just continues to die. He's uh, all alone, and th- that's the curse that he has for for but killing Mr. Jingles is still alive. Yeah, Mr. Jingles is still alive too because he saved him. Yeah, so that was a great movie. I mean, Tom Hanks yeah, was awesome was, in it. Yeah. I loved the. I watched the documentary on the making of it and what they had to do because Michael Clark Duncan. Is a, is a, is, yeah, is a very large man, but he's not nearly as large yeah, as they, they as they need him to be in the made movie. The, made the bed so much smaller, yep. so he looks yeah. bigger. He's actually a couple inches shorter than the warden guy. Yes. Or not the warden guy, the... Well, yeah, the warden guy. Yeah, yeah. Sam Cromwell. God rest his James soul. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael Clark Duncan, yeah, no yeah. longer yeah. with us. But they had to build platforms for him to walk on. Hmm. For when he was walking next to Hanks, because he wasn't right. that much taller than Hanks, but yeah, they he's wanted he's supposed to be like seven feet tall, right? right. And, yeah, uh, huge. Which ironic, because we work with a guy named Chris Coffee who is like seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> we say that like it's like the drink for this though. movie. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it was like, but so he's walking around. They had to build all these, all these like walking platforms that he walked on to make him look like he was that much taller than the rest of the guys in it. But yeah, I love that movie. What was it as far as the the writing? What was it in? If you go back to his Wikipedia part of the books, yeah, it was in. It was just ninety. Oh, it was just ninety six. It was okay. It was a it was a standalone novel. No shit. There you go. One of the ones I've always yeah we'll 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 get to that a little bit more when I get to my pick. But uh, as far as I've always liked the ones that one does have a little bit of the of the fantasy in it when it comes to a little bit. I did yeah that's the part. I mean it's obviously it's kind of the whole movie. I didn't love this one because of like the supernatural right part. Obviously, right. Yeah. I mean obviously Stephen King's got some of that in pretty much everything. Right. But mm. to I me, don't know, to me this, just, this movie lives it was and a dies. Good movie. Yeah, this this movie lives and dies off of Tom Hanks. Yeah, no, yeah. The way, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Yeah, the way that he it's his personal struggle and in, in, in shit with what he has to do when mm-hmm. it comes to that. So yeah, it's a great movie. Tough job. I, I love it. Oh job, yeah. yeah. Oh I know. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. I wonder if we could get somebody who's who who was a, an executioner <laughs> to come on the show. <laughs> did you ever see Monsters Ball? I did. Yeah. Yeah. That was a tough movie. We can just yeah, get Tom I Hanks. Know. Mostly just because Billy Bob Thornton's ass. <laughs> we'll get Tom Hanks. Yeah, just yeah. Get, get Tom Hanks. Get him an in character. How hard right. is he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Green Miles on the list. Good pick. Timmy, your first nominee. I struggled with this one for a while. But, yeah. <laughs> I am a super fan. The... Um, I went with a fairly, uh, this is probably the newest, well, one of the newer ones of the bunch, Um, but I think they did a phenomenal job, uh, especially with casting and, um, 
yeah, the, the casting, I think he did an awesome job. I went with uh, It Part 1 and 2, the 2017-2019, the newest version. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I liked these as well. Kyle Kyle has a big old Woodrow for these yeah. movies. Yeah. And, and it, it would yeah. probably be my number one. Even being a Stephen King super fan, it would probably be my number one. Yeah. And now, when you compare it to the books, what mm-hmm. what do you like the It book? Yes. Is oh, one yeah. of your favorites too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's huge, isn't it? Yeah. That's oh yeah. Really very huge. long. Yeah. Very long. So it's quick, people who don't. I mean, to this me, one, I've, I've seen these movies, but even the synopsis. Give the give us a rundown of the book, or, or of the story. Of the story. Uh, it's a little town in uh, Maine? Maine, Derry, Maine. It suddenly is well. As the reader is going along, it, it's suddenly hit by all these deaths that are occurring. But you find out later it, it isn't such a sudden thing. It's something that's been cyclical. Um, uh, basically, there, there is a monster that haunts this town, this little town. And it emerges from it, uh, a slum, from a slumber every – I can't remember. I can't 27 remember. years? Yeah. I yeah, Kind of like the cicadas. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, Plus yeah. 10. <laughs> yeah. And the – this monster has to murder um, people to, to uh, revive sustain its, its lifeblood. Yeah, sustain itself. Um, I think it's basically kids too. He has to like murder mainly. Kids. Yeah, mainly children. And which is all kinds of fucked up when it comes to the way when it was written. You know, like it oh, was yeah. like today. You could. Oh, like, yeah. Would anyone even attempt to write this today? No, no. Yeah. There's no way. Because when did the book come out? 80s, yeah, or early 90s. I think it was the 80s. 80s because that, yeah. that miniseries, I think, was 1990. Yeah, 87, 86. Won the British Fantasy Award in 87. Okay, so 86. Yeah. So this group, these this group of children, sees this happening. Sees this this uh, pattern of children dying one of the in mysterious brothers, way. Right, is the yeah that was yeah that's what started off the the main character's kid brother is killed. Georgie. Georgie. Yep. And then he, he calls for his group of friends to kind of fight this monster to kill it uh, to prevent any more tragic deaths. So then it, it, it progresses. It's almost told in two. So the, obviously the, the, the first story, there's part one and part two. Mm-hmm. They're 27 years apart. I, yeah, right. Yes. Ballpark. So, yeah, because yeah, they're, so they're, they're pre-teen. In the first part. Yeah, they're yeah. pre-teen and then they're in their... Th- 30s. 30, late 30s, 40s. I like how they broke it up into two movies. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did too. Yeah, I, compared I to the, the first version, kind of thing, and it was just them as adults with flashbacks to the young age. Right, yeah. I like how they broke it up in two separate. Right, movies. right, and there really nothing against the the first version of this. Uh, like Tim Curry was awesome in that, but uh, it was just a who? whole Pennywise so, the so clown. The, yeah, the monster manifests itself as a clown named Pennywise. Correct. Yes. Okay, and that's how it kind of draws the kids in. Mm-hmm. Kids, clowns are fun, and blah 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 blah. blah. But which, is, yeah, which is so ironic because you know, so many people have fear, of, clowns. Yeah, fear of clowns. Probably because uh, of this movie, my right? Dad, it could be. My dad is definitely afraid of clowns. Yeah. Is it really? He he tells a story. I'm a terrible storyteller, but I'll try this. <laughs> he was. It was like the first time he was left home alone, like when he was five or six years old, uh-huh. and somebody rang the doorbell, and he Don't. went to go look at it through the peephole, and it was a goddamn clown. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he, uh, he, t- he tells a story so much, but he like, just ran around the house <laughs> screaming, like, 
Oh my god. And like the clown like said in like a voice, Hey, how's it going there? Oh my god. <laughs> it was at like the wrong house for a, like a birthday party or something. Oh, wow. oh my god. It's, fucking traumatized. Yeah, it's pretty you know? explainable <laughs> why he's afraid of clowns. Oh, yeah. that, that reminds me, this is a little slight side thing, but like the, the story that you're talking about, that like Freddie, which which actually plays into the it thing when we're talking about uh, Pennywise 20, what, 17? Yeah, 2017 yeah, versus Tim Curry. I equate that to kind of the way for any of the horror fans with Freddy Krueger, how there were two people who played them and they were they were played in two kind of different ways. Mm-hmm. Robert England was very, I equate that to kind of the Tim Curry role where he was more of like a sadistic kind of playful you know, murderer guy that liked to toy with people, but then playful murderer. Yeah, guy. yeah right, right, right. Yeah, he was like sadistic okay. in a way. Okay. He right. enjoyed toying with his victims. Oh god, and it. he was jokey and kind of you know, yeah, well, well, which was yeah, made it creepier. Right. But then Jackie or Haley played it, and he was kind of more along the the Skarsgård version, where he was just kind of fucking evil. Yeah. Mm. You know, and um, and that's the way he did it. But Wes Craven, who wrote. Nightmare on Elm Street, and Freddy Krueger was talking about coming up with that idea, and it was very similar to that story. He said he was a kid in uh, Cleveland, and he was probably like eight years old, and he was looking out his window, and um, a guy walked by. It was at night, like two in the morning. He right. hears like this staggering, you know, and, and he said he looks out his window, and he sees a guy wearing a fucking snap brim hat just like freddy krueger right in a fucking sweater oh who he who he goes is like it's it's he assumes is just like a drunk and um he said he doesn't know how the guy knew but he goes he's standing in the dark of his bedroom window and he said the guy just turns and looks right up into the window at him <laughs> and then and then he said he went he went and he said the, the air just went out of him and he and he, and he stepped back away from his window right. and he said he counted to like 50 or 60 he went it's just like I, I I didn't hear him leave, but I swear to God, there's there's no way he's still standing there. There's no way he's still standing there. And he went back to his window, and the guy's still looking. And he just went, <sighs> oh, wow. Adam knew he was there. And then, wow. and, then, and then he said he fucking walked around towards the door of the apartment, to which he says he runs around his apartment. <laughs> and he said his brother, his brother was like a teenager, went like to the door and went down like into the stairwell with a baseball bat. And wow. the guy, just as quick as he was there, was gone. And that's what he said. He goes, that was the, that's how it materialized was regardless of how fucked up that was that guy enjoyed scaring the shit out of a kid oh wow and he goes and that's where it all just that's where the whole idea of this guy came from and it was like that just that's exactly what yeah. it reminded me of of like just like <laughs> hey buddy no but yeah, yeah. more little bastard you yeah exactly but the cast in this oh yeah Skarsgård version Skarsgård's version of Pennywise and this is what made it for me oh yeah like because oh, you yeah. could see the the conflict I mean the uh, like there's points where he's like looking at the kids and he drools like dripping out of his thing. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, it's like, like animalistic. Yeah, it goes back and forth yeah. between him being a clown and him, you know, his true form. Right, right. In the um, the one the kids they had. Uh, I thought the kids were ca- everyone was casted oh, great yeah. in this. I, I thought even mm-hmm. the, the adults too. But the the kids, it was the what's it Finn Wolfhard. Wolfhard. Yeah, Wolfhard. What's the, the kid from fucking Stranger Things. He's awesome. Yeah. That little uh, the Henry. Um, the 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 bad kid. Uh huh. I thought Bowers he was. Ca- I, yeah, Bauer. I thought he was cast well too. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, but then isn't it? As far as the story goes, there's a there's a abandoned house 
in it that is supposed in that kind of the center the em- point embodiment of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's kind of the of the it. entrance into his lair. Okay, and it, yeah, they, so then they end up fighting him. Do they don't they lose they lose the little brother Georgie. Yep, right at is the there beginning. another kid that's killed in the? Yes. Um. Well. Sort of. Yeah. That. Well, the one guy, Stanley, commits suicide in chapter two. Right at the beginning. When he's older, yes. When he knows that Pennywise is not dead, and they have they have to, and now as adult selves, they have to battle him again. Yes. Doesn't it like scares it him the, so much that he yeah he commits suicide. Do it in like the bathtub or something. Yeah. Yeah. But all and all the kids are like completely fucked up as adults now because of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they including either drinking problems yep. or something going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. So the second one. Mark's like welcome to life. Yeah. They made a pact at the end of the first movie that if it is not if they didn't succeed in killing it that they would come back and take care of it because yeah. one of them like still lives in that town he's like the librarian or <laughs> yeah historical or society or some shit like yeah that. yeah so he kept tabs he's kind of the guard yeah, of he it calls them all the guardian yeah. to come back but like when you when you're looking at the adults you had jessica chastain you mm-hmm. had um the fucking Stefan Bill Hader. I fucking love that guy. Dude. Yeah, he did a phenomenal job Stephon. too. He's one of those. I, I still maintain that that comedians are the best fucking actors. Oh you know, yeah, because like, they can yeah. play very serious roles, uh, and he did. McAvoy did a great job yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. He was that's good. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they were. I mean, they, they got was, some big names to play that. It was. Movie it now. was. And I remember as they announced it because they knew Chapter Two was coming, and they were like, "Who the fuck's going to play him?" And they showed like the screenshot of the cast, and everyone's going, "Oh fuck!" Oh, like they, yeah, they got the hardcores and here but yeah. yeah i thought it was great i thought it was awesome it, the story gets a little bit too like i said when we're talking about that i like them when they're based more in kind of reality and less of the of the fantasy side right. of it so it gets a little bit beyond what i like but it was still a super awesome movie yeah. i thought they did i thought they did a great it, job with it, it held true to the book more so than the 1990 yeah. made for tv version with john boy yeah <clears throat> yep exactly chastain yeah mcavoy was great bill Hader, except for the whole orgy scene Right, right. <laughs> Neither of them really went into that too much. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they left those out. He's been known to it. That, that's one thing I've noticed as, as I was doing a little research because I haven't read a lot of Stephen King books. I don't think I've read any Stephen King books, but like looking at what I like to look at what was changed because people talk about it. Like what was you know they they fucking took this out and took right. that out. So I'll research what was done and. Stephen King's a brutal motherfucker. Like oh, yeah. shit, oh, yeah. shit that gets well, brought out of movies. In my pick that I'm going to nominate next, there there's some shit in that that's like, holy fuck, you yeah. went there with that. You yeah. know, like in their defense, a, an orgy of twelve year old children probably yeah. probably yeah. something yeah. good yeah. to yeah. cut yeah. out. Yeah. Probably, yeah. probably not a good thing to put yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. even yeah. in 1990 when they made the, right. the first one. Yeah. yeah, so yep, good pick. The It series. We'll just call it the It series. Definitely. Good pick. All right, my first nominee. I again going into the reality aspect of it. I'm going to go with. I believe it was 1990. Also, I'm going to go with uh, Misery. Yeah, uh, wow. nice. Love this one. The old, I believe it was 1990. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was older than that. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, James Con. Love James Con. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great actor and everything that he's ever done. I think. Oh, but yeah. Also, Kath, this one put Kathy Bates on the map. Yeah. Oh, she she most awesome. definitely. From from what from what I from what I've read, this is the only Stephen King movie that has ever won an Oscar. Anything. Hmm. She won for best actress mm-hmm. in it. Um, Essentially, the synopsis is James Conn plays a uh, an established writer. Um, Sheldon is that his last Paul name? Sheldon. Paul Sheldon. Oh, I thought Sheldon was on. Uh, anyway, go ahead. 
Yeah, something like that. Paul, yeah, Paul Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory. Uh, yeah, that's Paul Sheldon, um, he's he'd written a series of, of books that have this recurring character named Misery Chastain in it. And um, uh, he is driving home. He's, he's deciding he, he's written a book that is killing this person off because he wants to uh, he wants to further his writing career to where he's not just in this box of this one character that's been successful. So he decides he's going to kill this person off. He's driving home from California to New York, I believe, is, is where he's going. Goes through a snowstorm in Colorado, goes off a cliff, wrecks his car, uh, it wakes up, comes to, he's in this strange house with this woman who claims to be a nurse, is a nurse, named uh, Annie Wilkes, played by Kathy Bates. She's a, a, a uber fan of this book series okay and um he's got broken legs he's bedridden you know and he's going you know she goes no i can't move you and it kind of plays that whole like she's looking out for him but then as it as it progresses (laughs) right it becomes it becomes that he's a fucking prisoner and captive right and um and he's incapacitated she's a huge fan of these books she reads the most recent one while he's there he kills off this misery character that she loves in this book she begins fucking flipping out. She's right. not letting him go. He's captive. He's got to rewrite this, and he has he has like a, a a script of what he's writing for this new book. She makes him burn it. She starts torturing him, doing all this Ooh, shit. Yeah, that just, one yeah. Scene yeah. Where she, she's yeah. fucking yeah. Oh, that's that hammer. When you talk about that, what actually happens in the fucking book? Much worse. She fucking saws his legs off. Oh yeah, yeah, that's worse. In the book, and pull pull up the. um, I did not read. Pull up the book novel. Novel (laughs) the same name of the first line at the top of that. Okay, if you go down into the plot, I I was reading into this. What she actually does. Okay, she. I'm trying to find it. Okay, Um, yeah, she she punishes him by cutting off his foot with an axe and cauterizing his ankle with a blowtorch. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. So um, she is actually a nurse, but... um, So she's leaving to go get him stuff, and he realizes that he's, he's... in fucking trouble, and he needs to get right. out of there. Yeah, she cut his thumb off with an electric knife in the book. Well, that's always good. Um, yeah, because he refuses to tell. Uh, he refuses to tell her how uh, the ending of a of a novel's going. So she fucking she's torturing him now. She's leaving him without his without his pills for his pain. She's not feeding him. He's like drinking his own piss in the book. So it's like real darker, oh, wow. more fucked Man. up in the book. But um, but she played a perfect fucking lunatic oh, in that she book. Really did. Yeah, or in the movie, and uh, won an won an Oscar for it, you know. And uh, I like I was saying with the other ones, I love this one because I love Stephen King when he's rooted in reality. No, oh, yeah, where there's not, you know, there which there's other ones that are that are interesting, you know, with the, the Shining and you know with the the evil, you know, the evil spirit living under the city that's eating kids. It's entertaining, <laughs> but to me, it really hits this home when it's when, right when it's, right. yes, when there's no yeah. supernatural element. There's just a fucking lunatic that has this guy. You know, so he ends up getting uh, the, the, you know, like a sheriff ends up fucking realizing he's in, investigating this car wreck because it was never called in and he ends up tracking it back. She fucking blows the cop away and, and he starts as she's leaving, he's starting to be able to move, but he's not letting her know that he's getting a little right. bit better. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of and then he starts realizing that she's like a fucking serial killer and she's like <laughs> killed like 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 all these fucking babies and shit in the hospital and she was tried for it. He's found all these like newspaper clippings that she's fucking insane. And um so I just I just loved the whole Rob Reiner directed it. 
which he's I love Rob Reiner oh, all the shit that he does he's a great director and he was a meathead um, <laughs> <laughs> big anti-smoker though. yeah yeah big anti-smoker that's true good thing I don't smoke anymore right. only, only electric cigarettes and pole that too <laughs> but, that's, but who can be anti that right so right it's fun uh, but but yeah I loved it I, I loved how it, 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 it essentially became a you know it's no one's gonna come help me. Shit, like that's what I love about that. It's it's like I this shit's going to end, and I'm going right. to have to do it. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what's stacked against me, you know. And he ends up fucking dropping the bitch with a typewriter, ironically, <laughs> which was perfect. Which was, I believe, different from what how the book went. I don't know if you've read the book or not. You not. didn't read the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did a little research. I think it's just kind of they get into a fight and. He incapacitates her and shit, but he ends up, nice. yeah, like fucking cold cocking her with a with a, with the typewriter that she's making him rewrite a new yeah. book. Because she didn't goes. like how the one right. she didn't like how the other one ended. You're going to bring her back and you're going to do this and blah blah blah. So he, he he does that and then ends up beating her with like a doorstop to death, and um, which was fucking awesome. There's nothing better than beating an evil person to death with your fucking bare hands. Right. So, True. Uh, <laughs> What do you think? I mean, is, 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 no, definitely Mike's more like, satisfying well, than Joel a gunshot. Okay. Mike, Mike, Mike's, a very, Mike's a very grounded person. We'll use him as an example. He's, he's a very grounded person. Do you watch a movie like that and get more gratified? Do you get gratified by stuff like that? Like where? <laughs> um, <laughs> One of the movies so, I watch. Not so much anymore. <laughs> not anymore? As like, I've gotten older, I, I can remember. Like, do, oh, do you, do you, makes me, oh. do you remember a movie in the 90s called The... Um, the hand that rocks the cradle. I remember it, but I don't think I watched it. It had, it had Rebecca. I saw it in the theaters when I was like fucking eight years old. That's how. Oh, yeah? That's what my parents would that just like. We're, we're going to the movies, and you're fucking coming to the movie. Right. We want to see you little and shit. Shut up. Yeah, and shut your mouth, and you're not getting any fucking popcorn, fatty. It's like, like goddamn like little debbies. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> little debbies that my mom <laughs> snuck in in her purse. Right. And um, it's pretty much that Rebecca De Mornay, De, De Mornay is is one of the stars in it, and I, I can't remember who the lead guy was, but he was famous in it too. This married couple brings in this nanny, and she ends up being nuts and Rebecca DeMornay plays her and she has lost a kid uh-huh. and she's plotting to steal their baby oh, and she's like kill, like Julianne Moore is like her first movie ended up like because she kind of got on to her and killed you know and killed her and like it was just this whole fucked up thing and by the end of the movie it becomes a fucking hoedown between hoedown wife, between Rebecca DeMornay and this wife and it's a fucking a brutal fight and they end up fucking she ends up chucking her out the window and she lands on like this picket fence yeah, that's how it always goes. and, and I, oh, yeah. I remember the fucking whole crowd just being like Gah! in the theater when it happened like they were Blood so lust. gratified yeah. by it like it was like that's I. it's so much better when it's stuff like that than when it's just like He's got a gun and like the the shoot shot. It's like it's better. Is, is it better when you beat somebody to death in a movie like that? Like it, oh yeah, it's way more fucking primal. Like it's mm-hmm. just like more it personal. is more personal. More right. personal. Yeah, it's so much better. That's what I love about is the ending. Beating of your That's ass. right. That's right. Like Fuck when, you. I want to show you right now. McGruber right. would get a couple throat That's rips right. in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Pull yeah. the celery stock out of yeah, his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Did wow. I we watched that and Amanda just sarcastically said something about how funny McGruber was to her parents. And they thought it was just a comedy. Oh, no. And they rented MacGruber. <laughs> we like, went over there for the next dinner. Like, so, we watched that MacGruber movie. That <laughs> yeah, that's definitely uh, not an in laws yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, not what he suggested yeah. the in laws. Yeah, I will suck your dick. I will let you, I will let you fuck me. Just yeah. tell me what you want me to fuck. Yeah, oh, what a great movie. Celery stalking his ass cheeks. Yeah, but no, I'd love this movie. Like I said, only one that won an Oscar. I thought Kathy Bates was amazing and it launched her career. Yeah. You know, she's become a staff. 
established in uh in James Conn was always great in it. Yeah, I mean, loved it. Thought yeah, it was great. Was a great movie. Great movie. Good one. All right. Mark, your second. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, of course. Richard Dawson. Oh my god. The running man. The running man. Yes. What a great what show. What happened to Buzzsaw? He had to split. <laughs> <laughs> I, Set up, it, it's it's a game show. Set up kind of like American Gladiators. Yeah, you I know, think we gamble on, right? Yeah, we, we did. We talked about that, and uh, it's uh, prisoners have to basically run the gauntlet, and uh, what is it keep from getting killed? Right. Well, they have they have the they have right. the what do they call them the stalkers? Right. Correct. They where they send these guys who are trained killers after these into what like a a, a city kind of like fucking. Yeah. Like yeah. Escape from New York. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of a city closed setting. off. What do they, they call it? They, they, they kind of launch them in through with, with like a sled, and then they kind of land That's out. Right. And, and and their job is, is to try and get to the end. If they can get to the end, they get their freedom, right? Yeah, right, they, right. There it is. Right, they mercenaries get their and stalkers. But has anyone? Has anyone only like one or two guys that ever done it? But then it turns out to be fake as they go on there. Like pretty much the guys have no chance of doing it. Yeah. It's just like an, a, an exploitation die. thing to kill them. Right. What do they, they call the by twenty seventeen? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, right. It's, just, it's a Italian <laughs> police state. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Worldwide <laughs> economic collapse. So right. the people all watch it on this game show, and then they can gamble on how long it'll take. Right. The stalkers that are doing it. I forget what they call the actual like. The, the the area that they're doing it they're, they're being sent down onto the something you know like the pretty much the game floor the pitch yeah but it's yeah. it's just like a whole it's a whole city essentially an established area of the city that is just abandoned and they film these guys fucking yeah like right. these stalkers whacking them who's your favorite stalker of them all ah uh, he was he was a former professional wrestler Jesse the Body no Jesse well the Jesse the Body is always great. I forgot about Jim Brown, Fireball. Right, right. Jesse Ventura, Erland Van Lith was Dynamo. I forgot right. about Dynamo, the guy that sang opera. I think it was Buzzsaw, though. Yeah, opera, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Sub-Zero. Yeah, hit, hit, uh, hit he Ghost He was the Rush Chainsaw with, guy, right? Yeah, yeah, hit him. Mick Fleetwood was in this? Jesus, was he really? I didn't know. Yeah, it said Mick Fleetwood. Do we got a picture of Buzzsaw there other than that? Black. <laughs> what a great IMDb right, picture. Yeah. yeah, he had a great career. Gus Ritt, yeah. Mick Fleetwood played a guy named Mick, it says. Huh. How ironic. Shocker. There's Richard Dawson. Hey. Maria Conchito Alonso. Mm. She was always kind of annoying in it. The suits were uh the suits were a little eighties too. Yeah. Right. That was the what the fuck was that guy's name? The Asian guy who played who was on the Sub hockey Zero. Floor. Sub Zero. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right, they just had like super. But, I mean, over the but, top. It, but it was a fun movie, you know. Totally, totally. Right, right in Arnold's heyday too. Oh yeah, I fucking love Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. I do in the too. 80s. They're the best. They're the fucking best. You, awesome. you need to put your picture back up again. I know. I do. It's yeah. downstairs you, you mean where everyone can Arnold. see it. Walking in, the cat knocked it over, and I almost fucking killed it because it was like, oh. "You break that frame, you're dead." No, but um, so he was he was what. When he kind of falsely... He falsely accused and put in. Of slaughtering like a bunch of right. people. He was like a military pilot or a police pilot or top. something. When it, right. And they said that he, he slaughtered all these people and then they end up throwing him in jail and he gets the opportunity... They and they pick out you know these these prisoners that they could put on this show because he's bigger, he's stronger, and let's make it more you know theatrical right. for it. And he gets picked with the opportunity, but then as it goes on, he realizes no one ever 
wins. Right. You're never going to be able to get out of it. It's all a fucking thing. And then it just goes fucking Oh, well, chaos. yeah, because they're talking about, you know, so-and-so's on whatever beach. And he ends up finding him. Yeah, he's, he's dead. dead. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They would, like, make up the fake stuff because they were right. just killing everyone. Yeah, had the stalkers chasing them, and they'd all bet on it. it was, I loved the movie. I thought it was great. I love that movie. Richard Dawson was awesome in it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like a guy that you wouldn't expect to be able to play like a fucking villain <laughs> yeah. like, like that. He's a game right. show host. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yafet Kodo, and, and, he was and, awesome too. And, and, and we always love him on Family Feud. That's oh, right. Yeah. Always kissing everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was. Mick Fleetwood was in it. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. I don't remember that. I'm going to have to watch it. Dweezil Zappa was in it? Yep. My God. Richard. Look at it. All no star shit. cast. That's right. Good movie. But Good it was pick. fun. Oh, yeah, that's why I like Ryan. I, the one liner. I was really it. torn between this and Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. That had Ooh, Emilio yeah, in yeah, it, right? Yeah. Too. I'm sorry. Did I have Emilio in it? Maximum yeah, Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. 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 I'm about the truck. God, I haven't seen that in forever. I, I, I figured throw out the Trucker Bob. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Trucker Bob references. <laughs> that was another one I saw way too young. Right. I've never seen Running Man. I've, I mean, I, oh, really? I knew the concept, but I don't think I've seen. Oh it. my god, the the one liners alone. Oh are, yes. they were just, oh. Remember when Arnold was just in the heat? This one. That's why it's so funny when people look at it and go, "That's a Stephen King one," because <laughs> the angle they took this one, they made it an Arnold. Action blockbuster yeah. action hit and it was and it was I'm like sure the the book is I know yeah different. I have no right. idea I've never read, I've never read it's the more book like but Hunger Games yeah right thing. right I think it is but like just the, the it was right when all the one liners of Arnold were oh, like yeah. everything was a fucking yeah. one liner with him oh, <laughs> he cut he cut that guy the guy Buzzsaw who, who his weapon of choice was a chainsaw he like cut him in half like up his nuts. I cut him in half, and then they were like, what happened to Buzz? He's like, he had to split. This was one King wrote under a pseudonym. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Mm. I didn't know he Paul did Michael Gl- Oh, no, that's Richard the director. Bachman. Bachman. Okay. Like Bachman the, the, the Dark right? Tower I Mark, series. I thought Mark right. had to drop the ball here. Now, what, what? was the... Because uh, oh, yeah? of the pseudonym. Yeah, the, oh. he wrote it under the pseudonym, yeah. Right. But, uh, but what other ones did he write under the pseudonym? Dark, Dark Tower. Yeah, I knew that one. Was... um. Didn't he know that the what was the one in the in the tall grass? He wrote that with his son, right? Oh yeah, his son's so. a writer also. Yeah. Rage, the okay, walk. the long Center. walk. I didn't know. What a fucking terrible movie that was! Oh my <laughs> god, Bachman I could actually books. use a thinner curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I don't think I even watched that. You lose the weight, and I yeah, find yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, does he have another pseudonym? Come on, Timmy the Drunk. You should know all about it. I don't know. I don't think so. See if he has it. Richard Bachman, John Swythen, Beryl Evans. He's got, oh, he does. Yeah, yeah he's got three of them, but the, the other lives. ones don't have any other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he lives in Bangor, and like his, his house is like in the middle of town with a gate around it. And like like all these people just drive there all the time to go like hang out out front of his house. They can just like pretty much walk up to his door. Mm-hmm. He just hangs out there. Like, I think he's yeah. more of a shut in. You remember yeah. when, when he got hit when yeah, he was on the bike car when he was riding? His I think bike. yeah, that affected him about greatly. Him. He's lucky he really, didn't yeah. kill him. Yeah, really close. To I mean, like psychologically, I think oh, that really yeah. kind of fucked him up. Yeah, because he's like yeah, he's he's well, he's always had issues too. He's been a he's was a bad drunk for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like sounds like, like fat old Joe. Yeah, yeah, like incapacitated fucking drunk. I wish I had the ability to write like that. I've so read some of his son's drunk. stuff too, and there's there's some stuff that he wrote with his son, and yeah, it's just not. 
Yeah, in the tall grass and then he did with his with his son. Wasn't it like nineteen twenty two or something was another one he did yeah. that was on Netflix? Yeah, yep. he made that into a movie. He got made into a movie. It's just not as good. Some of her I, I struggled with throwing children of the corn on here, which I thought I was, too. Was, was a great yeah. one too. Which I, I, I thought that, that movie, was a good movie. Those, those, just because the kids what? were so fucking creepy. Not yeah. Pet Cemetery. Malachi. Right, right, right. Yeah. Dustin Dustin's a pet cemetery fan, man. It was good. On the list. Running man's on the list. Mike, you're second and final. Go ahead, take it away. I have going to piss my pants, so I have to run down there. Just just let it go now. This was a uh, (laughs) mini-series from the late 90s, Storm of the Century. Storm of the Century. I commend you on this one, because not many people have seen this one. I haven't. I have not. I remember watching it live. Yeah, I did did too, and it, it was very well done. I thought, yeah, this actually... Um, was my this would have been my third pick if oh, somebody would have picked oh, yeah? one of mine? Yeah, this was so you had your list. you had your main pick and then your backup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had yeah, I had, my, I had my top strategy. two, and then in case somebody picked one of those, Good I had a third. Strategy. What the uh, what channel or what was this on? It was on ABC. Oh really? It was like a three night event. Okay, so it was like two hours for for uh, three nights in mm. a row. Okay. And, uh, so, so pretty much, uh, they're on this island in Maine, off of Maine, and this this bad blizzard blows in, and then all of a sudden this old lady dies, and they find this weird guy, <coughs> and he ends up pretty much being. And Tim, jump in here if I'm if I get anything wrong. You're doing good. He pretty much is like a demon or the devil or or whatever you want to say. Yeah. And he like. He knows like all the town secrets oh. and all their sins. Yeah, and and then they all have this same dream that's super creepy. One night, like the entire town has the same dream where they're all just like marching into the ocean and like committing suicide. Oh wow! Hmm. Yeah, it, it wasn't in. At the end, you find out like. Well, towards the end, I think you find out what he wants from them. Yeah. Okay. So he keeps saying, you know, just give me what I want and I'll go away. So what ends up being is he's not immortal. He's like 180 years old or something. So he wants a protege. protege. So he wants one of the children to take. Yeah. And then, so the the town obviously has this huge moral dilemma of like, what do we do? He's going to kill us all. <laughs> which kid? Who, which or, or kids or are we going to give know, one or damn their soul die? to yeah. hell? Yeah. One kid. <laughs> wow. So then they end up um, like choosing rocks, and of course, like the main characters, the uh, the wife and husband, their oh, wow. their child. Oh, this is, yeah, this is the one that we came back to the whole Tim Daly thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tim Daly's like uh, the main. <laughs> what I missed? Oh, okay. what, what did you guys say? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch this just, one? Just start oh, over. I watched. Joel. I watched it when it was on when when it first originally, aired originally. I want to watch it again though. Yeah, I haven't watched it since. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. I remember it being a huge, huge thing when it when it was coming out. Yeah. I remember so, we watched it as like a family, which in hindsight, right? Like, Whoa, was like <laughs> little. Uh, I mean, it's it's fine. I, I don't yeah, think it was yeah. that gory or anything, but when you, when it was you definitely th- creepy. When you think about that, I mean, he's pretty much the king of like that miniseries stuff happening when you think about the number ones that aren't that were not nominating that mm-hmm. that were miniseries in the 90s that were fucking huge it was like there was there was two of them every year it was like oh, the yeah. Tommy Knockers the Langoliers <laughs> the Stand remember the Stand the Stand yeah. was a miniseries yeah. right and they read yeah and they redid that one recently yeah and then um uh the, it, I mean, it was a the original. It was a miniseries. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so I mean, yeah, it was the storm of the century. They, Jesus, they had he had a bunch of them. 
And it was like every year there were like two of them coming out. It was like the new fucking Stephen King's coming out. And Woo. yeah. And everyone would get all stoked for it. And then I most just, people would be disappointed. I love because this island's like isolated. And I love, I love like the moral dilemma that they have and how helpless they feel. And uh, just like that dream sequence. I Look at this shit. So, so creepy. <laughs> yeah. You got a stink bug over there? No. An ant? Bad bug? Another ant. Ew. Hell yeah. An ant. We're friendly to. Hey, he's still alive. <laughs> Learn how to kill him quickly. My God, kill him quick. <laughs> kill him quick. Yeah. When did uh, when did it actually come out? I don't know if 99. you guys talked about that. Right? Ninety nine. Yeah. Damn. It was. Yeah. I was fucking like fifteen or sixteen years old. I do remember. This is one of the last ones I think that was a miniseries. Yeah, I think so. If I, I wish they had a list. Of, do they have anything that? No, they just have miniseries marked on there. But as far as his right. his what what all the stuff that he did, Salem's Lot was a miniseries. Correct. Oh yes, yes I'm pretty it sure it was like one of the first ones. Yeah, he was the he was the king of that shit because because yeah. it's hard to put his books into one conveniently timed hour, hour and a half long movie. He yeah. has creative control, I'm sure. Right, yeah. right, right. Did he? Uh, who does he? He was wrote it directed by Craig Baxley. Never heard of that guy before. Yeah, he probably does TV stuff, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But the other thing I really like about this one is they call back <laughs> to Roanoke. Calm down, there, Joe. To where? to the, oh, yeah, the yeah. Roanoke settlement yeah, where yep. it's something like one of these days I need to find. I'm sure there's been a good book written about it, but I that's something that's that. like so creepy and I, I yeah. don't know much about it. I, like, so pretty much the, the Roanoke settlement disappeared, just disappeared. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And then there's mm-hmm. just like, there was one like Croatoan. Croatoan. Okay. Croatoan. Yeah. Croatoan yeah. or something. And they, they can never tie where it went to. They Some people suspect that they were slaughtered by Native Americans and mm-hmm. that no one ever saw them again. Some people think they ascended like the, the Mayans. Right. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of theories like that. It was very big. I, I grew up. If you pull, pull up the pull up the Roanoke uh, the Roanoke settlement, I, I grew up for, for, for four years of my life. I lived down there in that region. And um, which I believe it was in, uh, it was in like the the northern North Carolina area. Yeah, I lived. If you if you look at that map right there, that dot is almost in the Outer Banks. I lived. If you if you climb up into Virginia where that peninsula stops, if like if you just go up straight up, right about there is where I lived. Hmm. That's like the Virginia Beach Hampton area. So it was a big thing that was taught to us, you know, along wow. with that history. Uh, of the of the settlements and everything were very big in our elementary school uh, uh, going about it. But when they you know, when they talk about it, they somebody left them. It was in the uh, like fifteen, I believe it was the first sixteen oh seven was the Jamestown settlement. I know that because they beat that into our heads. But what somebody left the settlement who was there, and then when they returned, it was gone. That's what I remember about the whole thing. Yeah, Croatone. Mm-hmm. was the cryptic word that was carved there. Croatone that was the Island. only thing. Yeah. yeah. They, they thought they'd yeah, relocated to Croatone Island before he could follow this lead. Rough seas and lost anchor forced the rescue mission to return to England. So, yeah, they, they, no one knows what the hell happened to it. Yeah, it's it's creepy mm. as shit. You know, what's, what's going on. Which they, they tied into... Uh, American Horror Story tied into that. Did you ever yeah. watch that that series? I, I watched the no, first I did. season, but did I, you or not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was it was it was one of my favorite seasons that they did when they did that one. What they, season was that? It was um, shit. It would have probably been like five. Was that yeah. the? Uh, it had Cuba Gooding Jr. Me, in it. That um, one was good. It was like the odd numbered seasons were yes, good, and, yes. and the even numbered seasons yeah, sucked. were not good. Yeah, <laughs> right. But they uh, they did a really good job with that one because they made it 
there was mythical shit in it and it was yeah it was it was it was pretty good it was uh i liked it i liked it that was probably my favorite one as far as that went and then some of them went weirder yeah, and horribly and, yeah, sideways yeah, yeah they were they were not as good but yeah you were right like one yeah i, I think it was one, like three five. five i think it was like five yeah i think i like i like i liked only the odd seasons yeah yeah <laughs> one three five and, yeah. storm of the century all right on the list Kyle, your second Actually, and final. Real, real quick, real quick. Too, just because people might might take umbrage with it. This the screenplay was written first, and then I think it was turned into a novel. So this yes, was actually I did, I did, no, wow, I did wow. actually oh, read that. I didn't yeah, that. He, he Fun wrote fact. it, he wrote wrote it for for the yeah. miniseries. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a book first, which I believe was probably the only one on this list that probably was written that so, way. Yeah, absolutely. What are you doing? Taking your fucking <laughs> shoes off? <laughs> I got corns. Yeah, that's I got it. corns, man. That's definitely <laughs> one worth going back and and watching. Yeah, I, 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 watch I, I need to watch it again. Yeah. But yeah. They, I know that a lot of people didn't watch it uh, when it came out. Yeah. All right, Kyle, your second and final. I'm going to go with Stand By Me. What Almost. a great fucking movie! Had you had you not taken that, that was what on my target a... <laughs> until you until you took it from me. Me too. That's me too. Great yep. movie. It was a great, great movie. Yeah. I mean, love. I love his ability to write from the aspect of kids. To me, I've said this a million times on this show. I love when they write kids in a realistic manner. The way that exactly. I. <laughs> yeah. it's still down there. Yeah. No, no. It's gonna yeah. stay here. I saved it. It will stay right he, there. I on never, the right. I never thought about that, but he's actually really good at writing from a kid's point of right. view. A, a kid's point of view, yeah. but in, yeah. in, in a manner that way. I relate to. Like not in. I try to. You try to watch these movies now, and, I, and again, it can be different for everybody who watches it because everybody was a different kid. Oh but yeah. I watch Stand By Me and I relate to those kids because like I the kids are are realistic to the way that kids were when I yeah. was that age. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the, Real. the troubled kids, the you know once they were all dropping the F bombs. Mm-hmm. Right. Dropping F bombs and you know <laughs> smoking cigarettes. Yeah. I can, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we're still that way. Exactly. We're still that way. Yeah. So my boss told me, You say the F word way too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't what is it? I don't shut up, I grow up. When I look at you, I throw I said that a million times when I was a kid. If my dog looked like you. Yeah. I love Jerry O'Connell and that. They're, they're like going, they're all in like how philosophical the kids are about shit as they're going oh, around yeah. from that point of view. You know, he's like, if I can have one food for the rest of my life, it's simple. Pez. Cherry flavored Pez. They're going around. Yeah. But I thought it was casted great. Oh, River yeah. Phoenix was fucking awesome oh, in it. You know? Amazing. Yes. Rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, Corey, yeah, but Will Wheaton, Will Wheaton, he yeah. was uh, Will Wheaton was fucking awesome in it. They he were was. awesome. They were. Yeah, they, yeah, were, they were good. I like the narration. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, Richard Dreyfus, Dreyfus, yeah. which the same thing with Shawshank, obviously right. more Freeman doing. But uh, oh, essentially, uh, rundown real quick of the of the synopsis. It's of It's basically it. just a coming of age movie. They, it's these two, it's two, it's these four group of kids that are growing up in a town, and they're basically they're all from different. Like their parents are all, they're all, they've different. all, and they've all got trauma with them, yeah. kind of, yeah. But they're still friends, and then they basically find out there's a dead body, a rumor of a dead a body, right. a dead body, and they just try to go see it, and they just go on a trip, and just their whole lives are changing because they're growing older, and like I said, the four of them are different with their 
what am I socioeconomic yes. economic <laughs> standing? What is it? The, the main that's social, a big show, word. Yeah. Yeah. Me the the, the, what what is the uh, Will Wheaton's character's name? Um, Gordy. Yeah, yeah. Gordy's Gord. kind of got, got the loving family, but his brothers passed his away. Brother passed away. Right. John Cusack. Yeah, John Cusack played his yeah. brothers passed away, but he's kind of the philosophical one. Mm-hmm. He's um, kind of not. Not totally nerdy, but yeah, he's, you know, yeah. And then like you know, Jerry O'Connell, the the fat kid, is just kind of the he's kind of the more the most <laughs> normal. Vern, I relate to him, yeah, Vern, fucking <laughs> Vern. But then um, yeah. but then like what Teddy, Teddy's like his, he's he's a military. His dad was like a military vet. He's nuts. And then like yeah. River Phoenix was like the trashy troubled kid, mm-hmm. but he right. doesn't. He's not as the white trash. Yeah, kid. he's kind of the white trash kid. Yeah. But but he's totally got the, relate to. But him. he's got the smarts to exactly not be in the, right exactly. But like. I love that, and, and I, every fucking time I hear it, I think about you. Is, <laughs> is the goddamn we? What did we hear? The the fucking dog. Oh yeah. He said he said get him. What we heard was sick balls. As they're running from the dogs, but yeah, yeah Dreyfus was awesome in yeah. it. So that, that was Sutherland. Was oh, yeah, played the perfect asshole, yeah. just like Lost Boys. Yep, just like he was always good at playing the perfect asshole. Oh yeah, dude, he does. Doesn't he? He does. Doesn't burn a good asshole. I know. Has he ever not? Played an asshole, Jack Bauer, motherfucker. Oh yeah, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> my fucker. As soon as I said it, I uh, he I played. Uh, he played yeah. Doc in uh, Young Guns, Ooh, and he was not an yeah. asshole in that. Yeah, he's got a, but he's my, right. my, my sister cannot come back from Kiefer Sutherland. Go be after that Eye for an Eye movie, oh, yeah. where he like yeah. raped and killed Sally Field's daughter. He's yeah. she's like never again. Like I never, can't like never, ruin never. him. There's certain that roles happens. like that. that happens. Yeah, Eric, you know, Eric, the guy we work with, talks about how like he goes, dude, I can't, I can't watch a fucking Joaquin Phoenix movie. He goes, I because of fucking Gladiator. Oh, he's got like, it. He's yeah. forever that fucking creepy <laughs> right. ass baby right. raper. Like he, right. you can't fucking fake that, dude. He's really that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, gets, he, he, well, uh, there's Certain circles yeah. here. Uh, he says the same thing about uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right. Where, like, the, the role he plays in Boogie Nights, where he's just oh. like, Could I kiss you on the mouth? Right. It's just like, This fucking guy, like, he, like, he, like, gets that to his own thing. Crazy. I was so fucking oh, creepy. Yeah. Well, so creepy. Well, that's why all of this is uh, what it is, because. Right. True evil does right. exist. Right. It's out there. <laughs> right. Exactly, it's there. People who did. I used to say that all the time. Oh yeah. That uh, that that, and I I still carry that with me when I think about things. Hearing it, Mark doesn't get philosophical that often, but when he does, <laughs> it, 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 tends, it tends to work. Yeah, right. <laughs> when I smoked weed in 1981. One time, and I passed out. Really edgy. Yeah, yeah I got really edgy. Like, I've been no, edging ever since. When, when you, you, you would say that about. Yeah, right. You would say that about people in in how the sense of your experiences in life have led you to believe that the majority mm-hmm. of people on this planet are good people. They are. But people will not, there are too many people that will not acknowledge that true evil exists. Exactly. Yeah. And w- refuse to acknowledge that it does oh, yeah. and it needs to be handled. And that's, and it, the that's problem exactly with, accurate. And that's the problem with them. They are knee deep or neck deep in their situation by the time they realize they're in trouble. Right. Yeah. All the signs are there. But like, by the time they realize they're becoming a victim, yeah. it's too late. Yep, exactly. it's like that quote from The Usual Suspects. Which one's that? The greatest. Uh, oh, the greatest trick the oh, devil the ever devil pulled was teaching yeah. the world that he didn't exist, or convincing exactly. the world that he didn't exist. That's it. Exactly. You know, and and yeah, I mean, and, the, and, well, the, and this goes with it too. I mean, it just exactly. it works with this whole film too. How many people in your real life story have you seen where they're just actually setting themselves up to become victims, and when you tell them, look. Stop, because you're low-hanging fruit. And they just look at you like, well, what do you mean? I've always done this. Yeah, 
But you, again, you're just setting yourself up to be a victim. You know, change your behavior, do or you're going to get hurt. Do you, hurt. do you think that they're they're setting themselves up to be low hanging fruit because of their circumstances and is not conscious? I don't think so. I think they're just. I, I think most people again are good people and they don't believe that the wolf exists. That's, that's my. Big, that's what I relate to the most. They, 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 they've never been victimized. And I had a friend of mine says, "Well, I don't believe in the death penalty," and I said, "Really." Because yeah. you've never been a victim of a violent crime, right? right. Mm-hmm. You've never had anyone in your family victimized, right? Because yeah. you, the only you know, Saint Michael didn't put Satan in jail, right? He killed him, right? <laughs> no, seriously, right? I know, yeah. yeah. You know, th- th- that's the only way to deal with true evil. And right. True evil actually exists, and that's what and that's what I you know I, I look at it from that standpoint. I do have have mixed feelings about the death penalty when it comes to that, but there are definitely I am not one of those people that say. We should abolish it. No, nope. to me, there are circumstances where I hear about people being put to death for things that I question whether or not that is worthy of of them being put to death for. Right. That's the only way that that's the only the conflict that I now, have. See, with see it. I'm the opposite. I think we need to bring back public hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, honestly. Oh yeah. I mean, I, there, I, there, I, there, I agree. There is some truly whacked out, fucked up shit that the people saw. Absolutely. Look, you hit, pull the lever, and watch that body drop. You ain't going to be that way, right? 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 Exactly. But there's all. I mean, there are there are there are documented circumstances of shit that has happened where we got it wrong. Yeah, and that's where that's and where that, it and that's where that's a very very small. Percentage it, it is you're right. you're much right. smaller than most right. people realize. Just right. one though is enough to you know. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, a- any death is a tragedy. Yeah, but uh, again, it, it gets down to population control, and you know we're loosening the grips right now. You know what what's happening in our society today, and you know I'm thankful that I got out when I did. No, because I, you know, I, I am. Too. I pray for my brothers and sisters <laughs> in blue. I pray for them every day. I want them to be safe. I want them to get home to their families every night. And the worst thing for an officer right now is to have, you know, they need that support. And they need that support and very loud support right. of the local communities. Right. And the, the the shame about it going into that is when when in, and it goes to what what. It goes all back to the original. What brought this whole conversation up is that what the loud ones are the ones that are controlling the narrative when the the the, the people who actually side with that are far less than people are being duped into thinking right. that they are. The majority the majority of people on this in this country, vast majority, are police supporters. Oh yeah. And that you know, and, and it's like they realize the necessity of it, oh, and they know yeah. that, like, like you know, and it was just like there was just an episode of Rogan where they were talking about that, where he was talking about the the, the mayor of or of Portland, yes, was all fucking defund the police and do all this shit, and oh, then yeah. and then they burnt the fucking lobby down, Antifa did of his oh, fucking yeah. apartment, and all of a sudden he's anti Antifa, <laughs> and you gotta do something about it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, see, now it's weird. you're a fucking weird. Exactly. That's exactly. just and, like and, the and, same and, thing. Yeah. And, and, and the, the citizens spend very conveniently. You don't believe right. it's true people until very, it happens. To exactly. You. Right. People because people look at it from a, the majority of the people in this world are rational, right? And they look at it from a point of view of they can't understand that the way that these people act because they can't comprehend being that way, right? Because they're, they're not rational their thinking. 
store people. that's being burned down. Exactly. It's not their car that's been fired yeah, there's, and there's It's right. not their house right. that's, that's being separation. vandalized. That's right. Separation. right. And there is there is nothing that will change somebody's opinion faster than when it fucking affects you. Oh, yeah. And that's what, and it's so easy to sit back and Monday morning quarterback and say, oh, well, yeah. they should have done this, they should have done that until it's in your fucking front yard and you're the one dealing oh, with exactly. it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And it's exactly. like, yeah, that's what, I mean. And, and, and it breaks my heart when, for any victim of crime. You know, when I was a midnight supervisor and some assholes went through my city, you know, on 10 speeds with backpacks and just fucking hammered us. Right. You know, we do the crime statistics and see where they were. It's like, Jesus, that's the only place where you weren't that night. And I always took that personally. I always, it always broke my heart. Yeah. Because I felt like I let everyone down that night because we didn't do the, the Michael Jordan, Jordan meme. <laughs> and I took that personally. <laughs> well, no, but I did. It, it always felt like I didn't do the best that I could do that night, and I felt like I let the people that were paying my salary down. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that, but I, I, again, I'm maybe I'm just a, a selfish asshole that sits there and goes like, "Well, it ain't my fucking fault." Like you know, but like, well, but I think like, about I it. You, you, your I truck sits you. outside, right? So, so what if someone walks up tonight, busts out the fucking window? And whatever, whatever's in there that's important yeah. to you got stolen. You're gonna be so angry that well, that right, happened. Right, I would be, but I'd also be one of those people that'd be go, "Why the fuck did I like leave my shit in my? Why right. did I just leave my doors unlocked? Right, right. 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 <laughs> so they break they in. Crazy. Uh. I just leave my doors unlocked, and no one wants to. There's nothing in it, so no one feels right. anything until they wait in the back seat for you to get in there and fucking shove yeah. their cock in your asshole. Yeah. And it's well, you you got wow. open for that, right? Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's why I leave my truck door. <laughs> I'm hoping Please that fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> yeah, I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me real hard. Stand by me, though. Stand by and we fuck me. We went down a fucking road. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's uncomfortable right now. I can tell. I was like, man, this really went woo. That was a hell of a rabbit hole. Police week was like a couple weeks ago. Turn the blue lights on. What's your favorite scene in Stand By Me? scene? That's a tough one. I like the pie. Eating contest, obviously, yeah. that's a good Airplane. one. I also like the end where it's kind of Sandlot-ish, yeah. where he's talking about where yeah. they all just went. Yeah, that was good that's too. A good scene. I like when I like when when River Phoenix and Kiefer uh, uh, get into it near the end. That yeah. was always yeah. always good. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, but the, the scene by the fire. Where he, well, Will Wheaton's talking, you realize the depths of River Phoenix's character right. yeah. when he's talking about where he what, got blamed, all right, the blamed for that. Yeah, and, then was, he, and he did a great, phenomenal yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, he was great. As an actor. It was a shame that that dude would have gone a, down as one of the yes. greats. He left oh, yeah. a lot of good. Ass if that not happened, yeah. you said a lot of good ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Well, he probably <laughs> slam ass. He would have slammed so much ass. He probably did pretty well. I bet he was slamming ass. Dustin's favorite slamming ass. Died on died on the side. Sidewalk in front of the Viper Room. He did. Yeah. LA Overdose, Sunset. right? Yep, mm. yep. Heroin. Heroin. Yeah, Speedball, happens. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Speedball Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. Speed. Isn't that right? Jim Croce It is. Fist. <laughs> Isn't that shitty, Speed though? You know, you, you talk about the guy, like, he, you know, he could have been, like, one of the greatest actors ever. And, you know, it's very humbling to yeah. think, you know, how he died, like. 
I mean, you know? he was clearly troubled. I mean, his brother's troubled. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when you look at that, you oh, look yeah. at that guy, like, yeah, he's... <laughs> Pretty fucking obvious now. But they, yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you, if you go back and look at their family upbringing and how, like, they were very, they were raised very strangely and... Mm-hmm. in they like, lived, like, on a ranch or they something They lived in, in like, what, what do they call those, like, communes and just odd kind of just circumstances where they were well, moving around and... You get kind of a heads up yeah. by, the, by their first names alone. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> their parents were super <laughs> hippie. Yeah. Yeah. But they, what was the... They had a sister, too. I forget what her I name was. was. earlier. But I forget now. Yeah, just it was bag. summer. All, all weird. Summer Phoenix. What was it? <laughs> just bag. <laughs> it rhymed with just bag. But right. It wasn't exactly. Fuck. What'd you, what'd you say? <laughs> fuck beast. Fuck beast. <laughs> Come downstairs. <laughs> all right. Stand by me is on the list. Mike's Timmy, your second and final. Mike's like, can we just wrap this up again? Right here. <laughs> so am I. I was kind of hesitant with this one because it makes me sound like such a poser, being a Stephen King fan. But it's I'm not a movie. No, it's not a movie. <laughs> I but, almost uh, started a fucking war from Boulder when you nominated this, but I'm like, all I thought about was Mark going, to fuck, Joe's a fucking asshole. Fucking well, after you allowed miniseries, yes, I was I, like, I, know. I, I almost I gotta, started with Mike when he I said gotta put this out there like, just let it go. Yeah, I, yeah, so I read the books first, and the, the books were phenomenal. And they did, the, 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 TV, the TV rendering did it, Justice. It was very close to the books. I ended up going with uh, Mr. Mercedes, which followed three books. So it was a limited series of three seasons, which followed Mr. Mercedes, Finders Keepers, and uh, End of Watch. End of Watch. What were the names of the books? But yeah, it was, went on it, Audience Network is what they were aired on initially. He, yes, and I believe, I believe you can so. get it on Amazon now. Hmm. Yes, now I have to check and it he, out. This I saw I saw your nomination me, on that. Me, me and Timmy have a unique relationship. Oh, yeah. Mark, Mark, oh, yeah. you would enjoy this. <laughs> okay. You would enjoy this one. <laughs> you, you would. You you definitely would. You okay. would relate to the fucking it, lead guy. Uh, no, oh, got you, you got to watch this. The, actually, the whole trilogy follows a detective named Bill Hodges, um, who in the first book encounters a mass murder where a guy steals a Mercedes, which is where the Mr. Mercedes comes from, and basically runs over a bunch of people in line for a job fair. Um, And like, it becomes like his life goal to catch this killer. But it it doesn't come obsessive. Yes. Obsessive. Extremely. And it, it doesn't come to fruition. He ends up retiring and then opening up his own PI private investigator shop. Okay. Um, which he calls Finders Keepers, which is the oh, second okay. name of the book. Got it. The second book. And um, yeah, he, he was an alcoholic. I mean, he had other issues as well. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it introduces a bunch of characters that I, I think a lot of people can identify with. Um, uh, what's the uh, Harry chick's Chitway? name? Uh, the, the female that he ends up hiring on Finders Keepers. Oh, yeah. Keepers. The, the, she, w- she was a she's character like, in another. She's a recurring yes. Stephen King character. Yeah. Okay. She was in The Outsider as well. Um, but she's like autistic, basically. Um, but very good with like the putting shit together, like yeah. puzzles, oh, okay. details. Yeah. yeah. Details. But very socially awkward. Ah. But so she has to overcome <laughs> that. Yeah, right. it's, 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 it's <laughs> like just most very, people I work right, with throughout right, my career. Right, right. But yeah, <laughs> the, the, there the, is the some lead. supernatural okay. aspects a to li- it. Just a little, little bit, though. a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. It's um, on a peacock. I saw Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. Peacock. What yeah, is peacock? Oh yeah, NBC. Oh uh, okay. Yeah. So it, the ki- the actor that plays uh, Bill Hodges is Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. Does a yes. Does a phenomenal job. 
Remember recognize him? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah he's he's great. Nice. He makes it actually. Oh my god, he's yeah. And he's so just... does the bad guy. The, yes, the, the guy that plays Mr. Mercedes, the actual killer. He he was in uh, some other horror series as well, but he does a, a very <laughs> good job. Horror, horror. horror. <laughs> He too, Tim, me and Timmy have a very unique relationship when it comes to our taste in uh, in in our uh, stuff that we like pop culture wise. Oh, okay. So he'll he'll recommend music to me, and I normally think it's all shit, and then I and I, vice versa. And, 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 and I tell well, him I tell him the same thing, and he says the same right, exactly. Yeah. And then and then the same with movies and shit. But then he he kept pushing this on me, and was like, "You have you fucking watched Mr. Mercedes yet? Have you watched it yet?" And I'm like, you know what. And he ended up getting it, getting a copy of it for me, and then I was just like, "All right, I'll fucking watch this shit." And I watched it, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit, this was awesome!" Like he was so awesome in it, and just how they developed the character of him right. and what he's dealing with, dealing with it. You know, yeah, he, he's internally because yeah. he came out like during the during the first, <laughs> and he didn't come out. But I knew the second I said it, I was like, internally yeah. came out. He's like divorced and he's got an estranged daughter. Yeah. Oh, and that's that's really not why good. it relates to you. Like, you're not divorced. No. Um, <laughs> and you don't have estranged children. Right. You know, but well. uh, you're just chubby. You, you might have a you're chubby and have a pet tortoise. Um, that's, that's what I love about this. The dude, instead of having a dog, he has a pet tortoise. Yeah. I in thought that, that, must that was be kind a of endearing. Theme because yeah. Jim Brockmeyer had a pet tortoise. Did he? He, right. just, like, throw, he just like walks out in the backyard, smokes a cigarette, and like, throws a head of lettuce out to this tortoise. Right. He's just like hanging out in the backyard. Yeah, Brockmeyer did the same thing. Nice. Yeah. My, my, my. Yeah, but, uh, anyway, but he was, he's just such a deep fucking actor. Like, oh, yeah. there were so many deep. layers to this character in the way that he played it and had just how fucked up he was from the whole incident. Right. But in just, but his tenacity to his inability to just, he didn't have to deal with it anymore. It wasn't his problem. Right. That's but, why I said. Right. But there, there was, <laughs> ain't the, my problem no more. Right. There, there was so much, he was very, when when it when it had happened and he was still on the police force, he was very in front of the cameras and your your fucking mind right. shit like that. Yeah. And the killer was obsessed with him almost. Oh, okay. like then Taunt, after like taunting, taunting yes. Yeah. So then he retires. Years go by and he's he's drained from this whole thing because he never solved it. Right. But the killer's drained too because the the chase isn't there anymore. Ah. So he starts fucking with him. It's almost like it, yeah, like he wants to get caught. Yes, and it becomes a whole fucking thing where it's like. You're not gonna catch me, and nobody, you know. So then he becomes obsessed, like motherfucker. I'll I bet. Your ass. I'll bet Kings took some from like. Uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, son of not necessarily Son, son of Sam. Sam. There, I mean, well, kind of Son of Sam and um, so, yeah. Zodiac. Zodiac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Very, I think very he probably that, took yeah. parts from that. That he put into this, Holly Gibney was the name of the yeah. the, the woman. I was it thinking. was very it was very well written, but they, they did they did the seasons one, two, and three, where each one of them was based off the book. But the only thing that they did that they they flipped them in when they made the when they made the series because it was just Mister Mercedes season one, two, and three, but each one of them was based off a book of a different title, right? But two and three in the order of the books were flipped, yeah. So right. it it didn't it it didn't quite line up with the way the books went because I did research yeah. on it too. But there there was a little bit of an element that mm. kind of went beyond where it went a little bit too Stephen King for me personally. <laughs> where like that you know the, the guy, he ends up kind of catching the guy in the second right. one, but he becomes incapacitated somehow in like a where yeah, he's, he's like, like in a, a coma, but yeah. he can control shit with his brain. Yeah. 
That's where the supernatural yeah, part yeah, came and it, in. And it yeah. kind of went a little bit too far, but it was still, I, th- I thought it was great. I'm glad mm-hmm. he told me about it. I watched it. I thought it was awesome. Like, it was, yeah, it was uh, good. Uh, All right. Before this, Brendan Gleeson, I'm, the last thing I remember him in, which I thought he was phenomenal in, was in Bruges. Yeah, and, yep. and, he was great. And and I, so as soon as I saw it, he was cast in this, I was well, like, Well, he's the redhead from Braveheart, man. Like, yeah, that's yeah, right. So it's yeah. like, fuck it, that guy's awesome. Yeah. Red on the head like Definitely. a dick on a dog. <laughs> dick on a dog. <laughs> I think you're the only one who says that. I don't think I've ever heard that saying. <laughs> well, there you go. Now in 18 you're, countries you're, you're an and 250 downloads a week. Mark the cop. Yeah, that was it. That's right. Mr. Mercedes is on the list. My second and final. Joel. Again, I have to go. I have to go off to it. This was also from the different seasons, uh, a, a mini series that he did. I'm going to go with Apt Pupil. Um, I had to look this up. It was a it was a movie that, Ooh, that it, good. It, it got it yeah. got some it it never got the 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 notoriety that I felt it should have gotten. But it was also one of those ones that. It was based very much in reality. Um, it was came out in like 1997, I think, is is around that time. Yeah. 98. Pretty much the, the synopsis of it is there's a kid in town who uh, is, is you know, he's probably a preteen. I think he's like 12 or 13 years yeah. old. And he's studying in, in class. They're, 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 yeah, very impressionable kid. And they're, they're talking about right. the, the World War II in school. Right. And through this kind of research, he kind of becomes grabbed, which I can very much relate to. And we, you know, we've had conversations about this, about being kind of drawn to the morbid, which right. I've always been like that. And but I can also relate to the sense of which I'll get to in a, in a minute about how it becomes too real. And this kid kind of becomes obsessed, realizes that this neighbor of his is a former, um, what do they call it, the something Fuhrer, stumbles what Sturmbenfuhrer, pretty much an SS lieutenant, right? From, and it takes place in the 80s, and he becomes obsessed with this guy who's who's right. in hiding. He was a Nazi fucking you know exterminator War guy. War criminal, yeah. War criminal. And uh, he realizes it. So he essentially, because he's so obsessed with World War II and what has happened, that he wants to hear all of the gory details right. and all of the all of the all of the stories. So he essentially blackmails this old neighbor of his to start telling him all of this stuff, or he's going to to turn him in to turn him in right well over the course of this going on it starts to get too real and it starts the the, the neighbor starts to fucking the evil starts to control him oh wow okay and he, he starts to brainwash him and it starts right. to turn into this shit where he's and, and it just there was so much shit in it with the the dialogue and it was so great it was brad renfro who's who, who passed away tragically he was a, mm. he had drug problems he got big in the client remember the client no, right. john grisham's yeah, the client yeah. great child actor he was in several things but he got into drugs and he was rough around the edges and he ended up dying when he was like 25 but some damn drugs yeah from the drugs but um he was drugs he, are bad he, he was so but there there's a particular scene in this movie where he he literally locates like an SS uniform mm-hmm. and he's making this guy this old you know former SS guy put right. it on okay. and making him march like like he's controlling you know, him you're talking about the SS uniforms that's one thing that you know being a man of uniform 
they were good looking uniforms. Oh, man. yeah. I mean, it, 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 I it mean, made they it even, were yeah, sharp more, as hell. It's out, super man. intimidating because oh, they were so sharp. I love the hats. I love the yeah. I love the blouses they wore. Man, those is yeah. They, I mean, they, I don't want. I don't want to sound like a right, freak, right. But I, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that that adds to how intimidating they were. Oh yeah, somebody, absolutely. When somebody oh, looks yes. good and what they're doing, and oh, they, I think yeah. they were all like gray and black. Yeah, yeah they, they were, were very man, intimidating. That's a good looking. You know, I love the hats. Oh yeah, yeah. But there's there's a particular scene where he. He gets this uniform and he makes the the old man put it on. Who's probably in his sixties, pushing seventy now. Yeah, and he's like By March. Age, yeah, that makes. He's sense. like March, and and he's like the guy doesn't really want to do it, and and he's like March, and he starts like almost yelling at him to right. do it, and then the fucking the switch yeah, flips. Yeah, you see when that and happens. he turns into fucking. He's SS guy, he's snapping, really? and, and he's yeah, snapping, yeah. and he's fucking marching, and it's wow. dead on, and you see the kid. The terror comes into the kid's face because it's like, this is real. real yeah, but <laughs> this is this is not just fucking shit that I'm hearing anymore on that on right. t- on, brought on the to books. reality. To it, it has become very fucking real, and the right. kid does not like it. Wow. And that that's one thing that I, I I always try to look at myself when I when I talk about the morbid stuff that I'm curious about. It's I've never had to experience anything that was even close to real when right. it comes to that, and how quickly. That would change me. I think it would. Have you watched um, the uh, Hitler um, Kill Squad on Netflix? I believe so. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's. I mean. It's. It's. Oh my. It's unreal. And it's. And it's Un- very. It's fucking believable. I, I equate it to the the people who are. You know, we talk about podcasts and shit. You know, like what is it? My favorite murder is one of like the top podcasts in in history. In in right now, and it's very safe. It's the same as horror. Where people like to look at it from a oh you know it, it 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 it's it's exciting and it's this and that but it, they like to stay distance from it because if they get too close to it it becomes too real and they don't like it that's my theory on the Rob oh, Zombie yeah. Halloween films we've me and Mike have had this discussion a million times people who are fans of the original Halloween films didn't like the Rob Zombie versions because right. x whatever reasons to me I feel like he made it so real that it made them uncomfortable oh yeah. And to me, that is what I feel like this this movie told a very good thing where people, it, it, it's about people's morbid curiosity of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, this happened and it was pseudo exciting because it was, it was, it only happened this one time and it was this unique, huge story. And, but the second you get to where you're too close to it, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. Or not, not that it was ever funny. It's not even curious anymore. Yeah. It's terrifying. It, it, it is. It yeah, is. And, and, Absolutely. And, and that's what happened to, to this kid as he's watching it and he gets drawn into it over the course of of it as he interacts with this SS, you know, former lieutenant or whatever, like I said, Stumbenfuhrer or whatever they right. call him, he starts to brainwash this kid and he's starting right. to pull him. There's a particular scene in the movie other than that march where that march happens, but there's a the kid's playing basketball in the gym and he's been around this guy and his head's just fucking he doesn't even know where he's at anymore and there's a bird that flies into the gym and it's got a broken wing, but it's not dead, you know, it can be nursed and shit like that and and to where it's fine and it's in the middle of four and he walks up and he's got his basketball and he's just staring at it and he just fucking smashes the basketball on the bird and kills it like oh, it wow. it was just just shit like that where it's where somebody like that can just from that from that a completely different world and what they've seen can just completely right. control somebody's mind who isn't prepared for it right and it's like if you the second your your curiosity allows you to Bring down your guard to where you're not. You don't recognize that person for what they are. Mm-hmm. What it can do to absolutely destroy your life. Oh yeah. And it, like I just thought it was a brilliant movie, and it never got the. 
it never got the recognition well, that I, was, I felt well, it I was reading gotten. the reviews on it. it. It was just, you know, it, it wasn't taken in very yeah. well. Yes. And, and I, I think it was because it, it was more Yeah, it was so yeah. Real. If you watch yeah. it with yeah. an open mind, I, I think it's a phenomenal film. That's why I told Joel about sexuality. No, I know. No, no, it's no, it's no, all about But yeah, if you go into it and you're like, oh, this, you know, I don't know, it makes... Hitler look like a god or something. Right, if you right. if you believe that, then you're not going to like it. But right, if you go into right. it with an open mind, exactly for what it really is and how you know it's trying to show how the evil is contagious, basically. And, yes, and again, it, 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 it lends itself to how that shit fucking happened. Oh yeah, and right. That's and that's what I mean. Like it, 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 all these good people, right? People just act let like it go. Mm-hmm. People, and that's what I, I I think I brought that up before. There was a a Suzak book. Um, I forget what the hell it's called. I read it though. Um, uh, put in Marcus Zuzak with a Z U S A K. Marcus Z U S A K. Yeah, right there. Marcus Zuzak. What was the book he wrote? The Book Thief. There we go. You goddamn book and, thief. And it, it was the it was the first time I'd, I'd I'd ever read a book that was from a standpoint of. German people during World War II that were not connected to the SS and how many people were victimized by this that weren't even, but there were so many people that just went along with it because it was, it was, we can't disagree with this because it's going to fuck over our livelihood. It's going to fuck over our economics. Our jobs are going to be gone. And it was people that didn't want this to happen, but just kind of turned their heads. And that, that's what I think that movie lends to where it's like people can just be, it's so easy because to me, the vast majority of people in this world are sheep. Like they just they they no. they do what they want and they, they follow what people say. You know, yeah. You well, know, and I mean, then we that's what that. I was talking about low hanging fruit. Right. People, people don't realize, you know. Yeah, they are. They're sheep. They they follow one another. They don't. They don't think outside right. The box. Right. Exactly. And yeah, you, know, you, you get people to think outside of the box. I think this world would be a lot different place. But oh, and, that, and that's that's an argument that people can say all day long. Where I I think I think outside of the box. There are people who think that I don't. So I mean, it's just. That's why this goes on as long as it does. But yeah, yeah, if you well, get a chance I to watch that movie, Mark, it's, it really is a fun movie. Oh, yeah, good I'm definitely going to check it out. A lot of people wouldn't want to believe how relevant that is to today's. Even today, even today, yeah. But the oh, yeah. Um, goings on. But who played. Um, it was, yes, uh, exactly, Tim. Who played um, fucking um, Gandalf? Uh, Ian McClellan. Ian, McC- Ian, McCle- Ian McClellan played the fucking Nazi, DeSonder, and he was fantastic in it. Like, he was so good in it. And Renfro, yeah, David Schwimmer, I forgot he was in it. The kid from uh, Mighty Ducks is in it, too. Yes, yes. Charlie. Yep, Charlie. was actually the reason I watched watched this movie. I was like 14, like on the HBO channel. I love Charlie Conway. Oh, and yeah. it's not the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, no. it, it is not. It is not. <laughs> definitely. So, But all right. Apsy was on the list. It's list time, motherfuckers. Okay. Let's uh, let's see. What, what definitely, I mean, Shawshank has got to be on it. Oh, yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah. Shawshank. Uh, Shining. Oh, yeah. Got to be on it. Yep. Um, okay. Let's see here. Now, it. Uh, yeah, sort of. Okay, all right, that For one's now? close. I, I would I think say Misery yes. should be on it, personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. the only one that won an Oscar. For, I mean, right. You miserable okay. bastard. Um, yeah. Not that the Oscars are the all and all right. beat all, but right. um, Stand By Me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I agree with that. I think Stand By Me should be on it. Yeah, that's, that's a great movie. That's a great movie. Great movie. That's one. Um, all right, let's see. Let's. Uh, what, what can we knock off? 
Um, I'll, even though I like the apt people, I'll take that one off because it wasn't. It's not going to run with the rest of these. As take far off as Running Man. Running Man, great movie. Mr. Mercedes. Great movie. Mr. Mr. Mercedes. Too new. Take off. Storm of the Century. It's good, but it's probably not. Yeah, not in the top ones as far as we go. Um, all right, so we're down to Green Mile. It. It's Green Mile and it. It's over Green Mile. I think. Yeah. It over Green Mile. Okay. I think so. All right. So we put it at five? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It at five because we had to do that. Stand by me, Misery, The Shining, Shawshank Redemption. I think I, Shawshank's one. I think you just listed them. Did I? Yeah, I think you did. There. <laughs> right. I agree with Mike. I, I, I think you're right. <laughs> Yeah. I think you're right too. <laughs> yeah, That's there it is. Oh, that, well. that was the easiest fucking. List I kept ever. waiting to be like, no, no. Yeah, no, I thought no, it'd be hard. No, 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 I think you're here. That's uh, that's it. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Definitely. At number no. five, 2017. Not the not the uh, Tim Curry version, even though we did love that one. <laughs> which which just goes to show how good the new ones were. Yeah. It one and two. We'll put that as one movie because it's pretty much one movie split into right. two. At number four, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, Will Wheaton. Richard Dreyfuss, John Cusack, Stand By Me, great, great flick. At number three, Kathy Bates, Oscar-winning performance, James Caan, Misery. At number two, Stephen King wasn't as big of a fan of it. Everybody else was. Jack, One of Jack Nicholson's defining roles, mm-hmm. The Shining. At number one, Andy Dufresne, Red. Great movie, great movie, great film, everything about it. I, don't, I yes, think it's a perfect exactly. movie. No, yeah. That's one of the ones that we can debate. We've, we've talked about that as far as a possible... Uh, a possible the perfect movie perfect movie that's yeah. that that would definitely be in the realm the nominee of oh, us yeah. the Shawshank Redemption definitely Timmy thanks for hanging out with us thanks Thank for you. handing your uh, for lending us your uh, Stephen King knowledge yes hope you guys had fun tonight go to our website illustpodcast.com let us know what you think about this list what did we miss I know producer Dustin's pissed about Cujo and Pet Cemetery and there were some silver bullet references to no. yeah. silver bullet's more of his yeah. I know his Corey, yeah. Corey yeah. Yeah, Pet Cemetery could have yeah, Pet Cemetery been on could have been on here. Definitely, there's some there's some to be discussed. Yeah, I almost put Dolores Claiborne on here. I thought that was a really well written book Kathy as well Bates too. too. Yeah, also Kathy Bates, Master based Bates. in reality, yeah. Master Bates. Yes, Fisher yeah. Bader. <laughs> For Mark the Cop, Ooh. Mikey No Name, Billy Kyle, Timmy the Stephen King fan. Mm-hmm. We won't call him the drunk. <laughs> I'm Fathead Joel. We'll see you guys next time. Hope you had fun. Peace. Peace. Sure do hope that you enjoyed the ride We hope we gave you tickles deep inside Won't you try to keep that smile on your face Until next week, same time, same place That was the it list That was the it list That was the it list Fare thee well That was the it list That was the it list That was the it list We won't tell that was the endless, that was the endless, that was the endless, fare thee well. That was the endless, that was the endless, that was the endless, we won't tell.